two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. How are you doing, Sarge? Uh, on today's show, oh, I'm sorry, Sarge. I had you muted. Say it again. How are you doing, Sarge? <laughs> Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Yeah. Um, on today's show, we're going to be talking about a couple different things. We're gonna be talking about games we've been playing. I've been I've been playing Grounded. I played Skate earlier today. Um, we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about Game Pass in general. Is it good or bad? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my. Uh, oh, that's right, Sarge. As as Jack comes in, right? Avengers Assemble. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Avengers game. I totally forgot to bring that up before the, the pre-show. Oh no, we're playing. No, yeah. no, no, I'm I'm gonna talk about. Yeah, it. I got some stuff I gotta say. We're gonna be talking about. Uh, is my does my audio sound off? Doesn't it always? Anytime we start this show, doesn't it always? It feels sound like off? It's, it, it feels like it's off for some reason. It doesn't. You're, you're it at doesn't like a sound three. like it's. We need you at a seven. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. Sorry. I'm. I'm trying to listen to audio, monitor it, and and everything. It sounds. It sounds better. Uh, we're gonna talk about Red Dead Redemption a little bit. I played Red Dead Redemption update for about two hours. Uh, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about Xbox Series S. Uh, rumors of what the price is going to be. Uh, G4 TV coming, coming back, back, Sarge. Coming back. Coming, um, coming back. We're going to bring up Microsoft Flight Simulator, if we can bring that up. That's coming out in just two weeks. Two weeks. Time to break out the bowl. Okay. Uh, we have Star Wars Squadrons, uh, playable PS5 and Xbox Series X, but won't be getting an upgrade for the next gen. Uh, if we have time, we're going to be talking about the EU report says that loot boxes should be consumer protected. Uh, along those those lines, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite. Last week, we talked about it on why it looks so weird and plasticky, and then it came out after the fact, so we'll talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about AMC. AMC and Universal come to an agreement on contracts of how to save the movie industry, and yet, at the same time, wreck it at the exact same time. So we'll talk about that. We're going to be talking about Star Wars actor hints at Solo TV sequel, coming out and then we're going to be talking about spectrum networks uh well they're they're trying to get data caps but they said they're not going to take data cap but we'll talk about that that's all on today's show if you guys are interested in generation x gaming it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rent along the way we're here each and every single week on thursday nights at 8 p.m eastern here on twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming uh you can also follow us on twitter at gen underscore x underscore gaming and you can also uh, hit us up at 30instillgaming.live. All the information is there, all our past broadcasts, our audio version that we do every single day. GXG micro episodes are up there as well. So let's get started on get today's show. What's going on, chat? If you're new in the channel, uh, just to let you know, we do not uh, thank subs and stuff during the actual stream. But it doesn't mean I'm not thankful. So please thank you, uh, if you if you are doing the subs and stuff like that. So we do communicate and chat with chat during the actual uh, podcast, but we don't, uh, 
you know, say the subs and follows and stuff like that. Um, also, uh, if you want to watch us live and be a part of chat, you can join and submit news stories to the Discord, or you can come in live at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming. All right. So, Sarge, what have you been playing? Have you been playing anything different or new, or is anything happened in Destiny in the last week? Uh, I, no, nothing happened in Destiny. <laughs> I, I've been playing. I've been. I've been playing ESO for like the last four days. Yeah. Uh, I. I ever, ever since uh, Raymore came out, and then the Skyrim edition came out, I was like, you know what? I want to go back. I want to see if they did a really good job with Skyrim. Right. And I'm walking around, and I'm like, "My God, it's, 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 it's almost exactly like Skyrim from from back in the day, except it's in ESO. It's 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 almost the scale too. It's not like ridiculously large here and small over here, and it's missing like it's almost like square square mile by square mile. It's almost exact. It's pretty badass. And what was this again? I'm sorry because I was messing with my headphones. ESO. 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 Oh, that's right. You've been playing ESO. ESO. So when you got back into ESO, were you lost? Oh, dude, lost. Like, how long did it take you to acclimate? Mm, probably two days. Two days? Two days to, fi two days to figure out... Not actual what days. The, what, like, hours-wise. Well, two days. Well, I played for a four-hour stretch, four- or five-hour stretch, and then another four- or five-hour stretch. Okay. So it's, it's, so about ten, figure, 10 hours. To figure out the game loop and how the skill tree works and what goes with what and what my attack rotation is, is there's a whole other thing to remember. Like, and I, and I don't have it like written down anywhere. Yeah. It's, it, it, listen, just, that's just the way it is. It's like you either you, you, you get it or you don't get it. It's just one of those kind of things. Like I, I understand it. And so it takes a little while to like relearn the, the motions of that game. Right. But I do like the combat in it because movement and timing is, everything it's not just sitting there and smacking somebody like it was back in like world of warcraft or it's it, you have to actually dot and move Don't. like the guys have the they the little symbols appear on the ground like where they're going to attack where the aoe's coming in and you got to have a stamina to dodge and roll it's it's a more fluid combat it's not just i'm standing there and i got my key mats and i just go uh, right three, right four, six, right three four six three four six <laughs> three four eight 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 three four six three four like it, it's not like that you got to you got to move around. Eight six seven five three zero oh, nine. Yeah, uh, but, but I will say it's it's almost a little overwhelming. I, I realize now that if I had logged on to ESO during the beginning of the pandemic, I would have my horse at full speed by now. But realizing that you have to go to, right. to lift a little of the horse once per twenty hours. Yes, I just think about how much time I've lost now that I yes. I could have had my horse at yeah. max speed, which and I, I did. Have to work on it again. I, I did the last time we got into this, like months and months ago. Even though I stopped playing again. Every day I would log in and get my horse up. Just yeah, just to get the horse up. Just to get my horse up. Okay, but okay, but there's there's the issue, right? Like you remembered that part of it, right? Now, what if I told you there's like eight or nine things? Oh, yeah. that you have to log in, log daily, in daily for, for. yeah to do yep. the skill thing, this thing. Otherwise, you miss it. it. Otherwise, you miss it. Right. I, I mean, it's it, here. Here's the thing, right? I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't like homework. Here's okay. I don't like a video game to give me homework. I don't need to go back every day because you're going to miss something. Yeah, I, I, I did this. Okay, get this. I used to log into ESO, log in for the horse. I used to log into uh, Fortnite to get my V-Bucks, right? To get the daily thing for the V-Bucks. Right? I, I used to log into um, uh, Fallout 76 just to get the, the, the daily stuff. I used to log into Destiny just to get the... the I was like... 
I, I literally had a checklist of like, all right, what am I doing today? Power up, log in, collect, log in, collect, log in. It took like an hour. To I'm like, fuck it's this. Not, it's not, it's fine, it's fuck in. I was like, I don't care it's anymore. I don't care anymore. It's like it's it's absolutely asinine that if, if you're playing one game and you want to log in every day. Oh, I forgot Dauntless. Dauntless, I had to run around, collect all the orbs for 10 orbs, run around the thing, right? I'll tell you, I'll tell you the one that actually makes me mad. Even though I shouldn't care about it, I do because I have a collection problem. Like if I want to finish a collection, is since I didn't have all the seasons from Destiny because I, I stopped playing after Shadowkeep, right? Right. So the the gunsmith will sell a mod, and so oh, I that's need it. To go on just just, just to get to the mod. If yeah, mod I don't have. Yeah, yet, I've right? done that. I've done that. So, yes, like that's a sickness. That's that's I what I'm talking about. That was signals. part of my rotation, just to get the mods. Yeah. I would log in just to get the mods and see if uh, if uh, if Zerv was selling everything on Friday. Uh, I I stopped caring about Zerv about three years ago. I don't even care. Don't care. Um, let me let me get some. Uh, I've been playing a game the last couple days, and I almost lost it today, Sarge. Let me tell you, I I almost lost it. I uh, I uh, was playing Grounded. We've been playing Grounded for the better part of I don't know. Uh, the last two days, three days, we had about 20, I would say easy 20 hours into the, into the world that we were building me, Swifty and, uh, and tweet. We're all in the world together. And I have to, I have to tell you grounded is an actual really fun game, right? It's, it, it's a fun game, but at the same time, there's something about it that because it's a, it's a, it's an open world survival game with a story mixed into it. Okay, let me let me bring up some of the footage here. Okay, let me mute that. Bring it up in the news while while we're talking about it. I absolutely love this game. This game this game is great. It's it's Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Okay, in in a survival form. Today, Sarge, I was at my wits limits because there's a couple of glitches, just a few. Now the glitches in this game are nowhere near like what Fallout 76 launched at or any of the other games that were massive AAA titles that you paid full price for to do it, right? This is a preview game in Game Pass that's early access, basically, okay, that you get to play for free and give feedback and stuff like that, okay? Yeah, that's good. So there's glitches. Like we found out as we're playing. I watched you, watch you guys play. It was kind of fun. If, I watched you play. If, if you try to save or break a wall down while someone else is doing something, crash. If you try to uh, make a save spot, crash. If you try to remove something while someone's doing something else on a tilting their head left or right, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's just like these specific things happen. Every once in a while, aliens invade. Now, there's no alien invasion, but what you'll see is you'll see on the, on the corner of the screen, you see these lights flashing a little bit. Every time we go to sleep and wake up, there's all these, like, orbs of light that just flash around you, and your whole screen gets, like, really ridiculous. And it's like, what is happening? Okay? So there's little glitches here and there. Today, I get on, and I'm, I didn't know there was a creative mode. So I was like, oh, a creative mode. Because yesterday, if you guys were watching stream, me, Swifty, and, and Tweak were spending about two and a half hours building a bridge across the pond like literally the pond i don't know if it's in this yesterday's that's oh no this is the wrong this is the wrong footage let me get let me get the right footage okay let me get the right footage um, yeah, but you can't you can't be mad it's a beta 
You can't be mad. Oh, you're I'm... helping them. You're helping them work out the bugs. You can't be mad. You spent 20 hours trying to build something and it, and it got all erased. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So so now you have to just suck it up and be like, okay, I'm a game tester now for free. That's how that works. Yes. Okay. Well, That's how that works. But I had fun last night. Like, look, we just we found a cave. Tweak was stuck. He's like, I'm stuck in the cave. I thought he was just like stuck. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock him loose. No. Once you fall into this cave, you can't get out. Right. So. I fall down. Yeah. There's spiders down below. So it's, so it's a roach motel. I got you. It's Sp like a roach motel. Spiders down below. Here, here's here's what happens. I already died once. We're we're going back down there again. I I I pick my stuff back up. We're going in. This is fun stuff here. Oh yeah, tweak. It got erased. It's a corrupt corrupt save. I can't get back in. It just keeps. So we had to start over again. Okay. Anyway, I went to a I went to a creative mode, and I started building a whole bunch of stuff. And I went to go save it. And it crashed the game to the hard... Look, here it is. The wolf spider. And I'm dead. And I'm dead. Right? It is terrifying with these spiders, man. Terrifying. They're behind you. You hear... And they're like like, yeah, like chasing the you. sounds are good. I like... But I like those kind of sounds. It makes you freak out. That's the whole point. It it was so... It's so nerve-wracking and so upsetting. One, because of the, the, the spiders. But 20 hours, it got deleted. And Swifty goes, well, we did everything, right, that we could do in the game. Which is true. And as soon as he said that to me, I was like, you know what? You're right. We did everything that we could. Well, thank God. Shifty was the voice of reason. He was. He was the voice of reason. I even said it on, on stream. I said, thank you for being the voice of reason because it calmed me down. I was ready to be like, ah, just, right. <laughs> just start punching yeah. stuff. Green screen falls over. Right? Like, I was like, I can't. I can't do this. Then we got back in the game. Okay. We played for like 20 minutes. And I went to go save, and it crashed again. And I was like, I was like, Ooh. it's like these little things. But then Swifty said it again. He goes, I wish I could find a game that was as stable as this, right? As this. And this game is crashing left and right, but it's more stable. And I agree with him. And it's fun. It's a fun game. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that that's supposed to be the first position of how you feel about something when you're playing it. Like it's, yeah, is fun is number fun? one. Yes, yes. Is, is it fun? Yes. Right? Is what I'm doing fun? And if the answer is, if you can't answer yes right away, then you're just baiting everything else to make up for the the, the yes that you didn't say. Look, like I it's said. Got some cool, it's got some cool stuff in it. The graphics are great. Okay, cool. Is it fun? Well, the the way you can build your armor and stuff, that's amazing. It's got some great sound effects. I'm like, cool, bro. Is it fun? And then if you keep dodging the question... You're lying to yourself. Right. No, this You're game this game is fun. This is Good. a this is a fun game. I don't know. I think it's the theme of it. I, it's the no matter how you look at it, it's Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. It's Honey I Shrunk the Kids and you're playing an open world survival game and with your friends. With your friends co-op, right? Now, this game would be amazing, more amazing if they added just basic things. Basic things like Minecraft, like a ladder, right? Like just a ladder. Just give me a ladder, right? It, Ten times better. You're like, this game's amazing because they gave me a ladder. I love ladders, right? Uh, there's so Look, I'm dying. I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm smiling. I'm not aggravated at this game. The spiders, they, they, you're about to do something. You're collecting something, and all of a sudden you hear, and you're like, oh, God. You, uh, you, you're literally, your hair on the back of your neck stands up. You're like, they're coming after it. It's like Jason chasing you with an axe, okay? But it's a spider instead. That's, that's still a good game, by the way. I don't care where, how broken it is. That was still a fun game. Right. I'm hoping it, I ho right? I'm hoping it comes back this October. I'm hoping. I don't know if it will. The Friday the 13th game. 
The buggy is hell, I, but it keeps bringing me back, right? If Destiny crashes me, for me once, I won't touch it for months. Yes, right? That's just it. But that's a, that's a topic I wanted to bring up, right? Not Dude, yet. It's too early. No, no. Not Destiny. No, no, not Destiny. I'm talking about the okay. games, the games crashing, right? Like, a game is so good, right? Like, you just have fun with it. You can have 99% a good experience, and then that one catastrophic thing happens. You're like, I just lost the last 10 hours of my life. Right. Well, well, wait, wait. Now, to be fair, it's it's a double-edged sword. So, what ends up happening? I'm, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the scenario. You're not really supposed to be mad about that because here's how it goes. You had fun. It's it's the adventure no, while you're doing it. No, no, that's not at all. It's not the old man. It's not the old man words here. It is that games don't auto save as often, and so what ends up happening is you get involved in whatever you're doing for so long, and you forget about the fact that it's still a video game and it's a possibility that it's gonna crash, right? And instead of saving. You just keep playing, and then when it does finally crash, the next, the last save that it did is so far behind. Yes. That that, that you think that everything you've done up to now was wasted. Yes. So I just wasted six hours. Yes. I wasted hours, and you're like, "Fuck you! I'm not playing <laughs> that's it anymore." It. That's exactly. That's exactly right. right. So that's why, and and a lot of these kids don't understand what the fuck saving a game is because to them it's just saving all the time, right? Back in the old days, you had to save every fucking 10 seconds, five minutes. So you're, you're, I'm doing something. Save. save three blocks. I'm doing this. I got to save. save. Yeah. Because if you didn't save and you got you, and you got locked in, and believe me, sometimes we're in a dungeon, you're playing a dungeon game, you're doing like three hours, all the gear you find, which is random, okay, and all the gear that you collect. And if it crashes and you lose all the gear that you just got for the last five, six hours, you're pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So to be fair... Right, a lot more options now when I when we save. So there's a lot of options today where this, games just save on their own. This is so, auto save, and you can literally auto save every five minutes. That's the lowest it goes, I believe, five minutes. Okay. Now, Futurama had a, had a great joke about it. If someone if you can look it up, you can always find it. it's like he's sitting there talking to somebody, and they keep asking him if he's playing a video game. He's like, "Did you save it?" And he's like, "I don't think." I don't know when was the last time I saved. And you, you don't remember when you saved last. You know you're in trouble. Right. If you don't remember when you saved last, you know you're screwed. All right. So real quick, I just want to show you this is the grounded game, right? So last night we decided we, we got in the water. We got on the far side of this map. Now, we're in centimeters here. Centimeters. Okay. So when, you, when you're running across the map, you're like, that's like a thousand centimeters hang, away. Hang on. Are you using the metric system? No, it's, I, it's can, not, can you make that go in standard? No, I don't have, I'm having trouble understanding no, what you're talking about. No, it's just centimeters. That's what it is. Uh, okay. I don't know what a centimeter is. You, you're inch. You're talking about an inch. Yeah, like yeah. Okay. Yard. What? It's a, a centimeter. Yeah. Okay. It's, half inch. Yeah. No, it's no, a, I don't know what centimeter is. Well, that's what it is. Okay. That's what it's. It's. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. I'm looking up. All right. So as you're going across the pond, we looked at it and said, "Hey, let's just build a bridge across the uh, the pond here. Not the pond to like Europe, but the pond, like an actual pond in the backyard." Okay. Look at this trek we're doing. Now, I'm all, I'm, a, I'm a literally really close. Meanwhile, they're still chomping grass around the edge. And look at this bridge we're building across the way just so we have an easier access to get to this point. Okay? So, yeah, Sarge needs freedom units. Exactly. Uh, so, you can see this is a pretty, pretty long thing. You're like, okay, we're going across the pond, and it seems pretty... Oh, that's when I fell into the water and lost those planks. We didn't need to relive that. We didn't really love that. Anyway, as we're going through, okay, and we're playing, we're playing this. We're building a bridge across the thing, and we thought this was a long bridge until about two hours later. Fifty had an idea, and then we were up at this bench at the top of this formation, okay. 
And uh, here we are going across. All right, that's 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 not it. Where's the where's the one that we had? We're we're getting close. Okay. Check 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 this guy out. Okay, I don't know what that that's just a thing that we saw. So this is a bridge that we built. This is out of the map, by the way. This section that we're in right now is out of the map. It's under construction. This map doesn't. It's not technically. We're not even supposed to be here. So you glitched. Well, we we just walked. We literally just yeah. walked. We didn't glitch. We just walked yeah, in there. Yeah, but you're an area you're not supposed to be in. So he glitched it. It's okay. Yeah. So Shifty's like, hey, maybe, I want to get to that picnic table. Why, maybe that's why they. Maybe that's why they crashed you. May, maybe. Maybe. He's like, I want to get to that picnic table, right? And it looks pretty close, but we're in centimeters, right? So we're like, okay, well, let's let's build it. So watch this bridge. It's three times the length of what we built over at the at the other pond, okay, to get over to this thing. So what is it like? Is it like two Hot Wheels tracks? Is that is that basically how much along the bridge is? Like two Hot well, Wheels tracks? Well, watch. I mean, oh, I know what you're saying. No, it'd be longer. I would, I would assume it'd be longer. It would be like... Eight longer than two Hot Wheels it'd be, tracks. It'd be like eight. Wait, I'm talking about our Hot Wheels tracks, not the new ones. It'd be three, three, okay. three. Look, look at this. Ours, ours were a yard long. Yeah, look at That's this. Right, I said yard. Okay, this is the bridge that we built across the, the abyss to get to the thing. And now we don't know if we can get on top of that. Okay, because yeah, how some... do you how did you build it? What's supporting this bridge? It's, or is it it's, just a video it's, game? It's, it's magic. just a video it's, game. It's magic. It's a video game. Yeah, okay, okay, I'm just asking, it's man. Magic. It's a survival game without physics. It's cool. Just let me know what. Where but we there are. are physics. You're, you're dropping. You're dropping metric system on me, and now but, no physics. But, you got to do one thing at a time. But man. there, you can't just but keep dropping all this. But shit there on are me. there are physics in the game. Like when you chop a tree down, it's not like Minecraft where it stays up in the air. You're not you're not chopping down a tree, bro. You're chopping down a blade of grass. Well, a blade of grass is a tree in this game. Okay. It's a it's a blade of grass. It's also a tree. Um. So. We got here. We're like, all right, let's build. Let's build other things. Like this backyard is small, but yet big. I really like the feel of this game. I feel like the more you play it, and I, I hate to say this, but the more you play it, you have to give feedback. If you're if you're playing this game and just going, yeah, it's got glitches and bugs, but you're not reporting those glitches and bugs, you're literally yeah. But okay, but now you want me to work. Yes, yes, for free, for free. Okay. Well, you paid nothing for the game. It's free. It's Listen, not even part of Game Pass. It's a my, preview program. Time, it's it's my free. My time is important. My time is important. Right. I'm not filling out a bug report system for free. Right. Come on, man. Your time's important. Uh, you have to log into ESO and get your your, your login point my, to put my, towards yeah, your horse. My bug, my bug report would be: I play the game for nine hours. I get three crashes, and when the game's over, and they're gonna ask me how did you feel about it, I'll remember three things that are really bothering me, and I'll put those three things down after nine right. hours. And that's the bug. That's the bug. Report. I played for twenty hours. It, it glitched on me, and I never played it again. There's your there's your bug glitch, right? There's your testing. Yeah. Why did you stop at twenty hours? Well. You had a glitch, and I'm I'm done. Listen, we we talk about this a lot, but it, it's it it bears repeating every time we're we're live is the fact that we are not the ones that raise the standard of video games. I didn't do it. No. Okay. You didn't do it. The community as a whole didn't get together and say, you know what? If we got we got to raise the standard of these games, otherwise I'm not going to play them anymore. Like that's not what we did. Right. What the developers did is go, hey, we got some cool new hardware. Let's see what we can do with this, right? And so they better the last game or they better the last version or they better themselves in some way. And then they go, as an advertisement, before they release a new game, hey, look at this. Look what we can do. Look at this awesomeness over here. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that's great. So now it's my belief that we've gotten to the point now 
where the advances are getting smaller. And so unless somebody comes out with something really cool with some good mechanics and a kick-ass fucking visual display, then it's not really a big deal anymore. And now they're worried because they got nothing to sell us because they can't wow us with the jump anymore. The jump isn't is severe. Right. Right. When we, when we were doing 8-bit to 16 and 16 to 32 and 32 to 64 and the games kept getting better and better and the mechanics kept getting better. And now it's kind of like, yeah, that looks awesome, but that uh, that's not next gen. And so how do you sell me something? If I if I don't believe it's if I don't believe it's really better than what I have now, then how do you sell it to me? That's the issue. Right. All right. I'm trying to get to a spot here. I'm trying to I'm trying to show a spot here because I talked to a guy and I, I and this this is what this is what upsets me about game design right now. Um let me see, does it say it? I think we're up to the part here. I, I, I send it to the guy and he gives me he gives me a like a quest right and this is the standard of video games now right now i understand this is a preview program i understand it's on game pass i understand all of that but it literally says right here come on where 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 is it he talks about it and, and this thing pops up on what you can do next for the game because it's over okay it's 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 over it says, like, the story mission, you literally do two things for the story mission, and it's done. And because it's a preview, in the thing that he says, which is not there, it basically says, we need your community help because we want, where do you want the story to go? Right? And help us, help oh, us create wait, the story. Now, now I'm the writer. Right. Now, 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 I'm writer. now I'm getting a writing, no writing credit, no, no quality test. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, damn it. How do you go back? Go back one second. I got. I got it. When it pops up, I'll, I'll pause it again, and I'll read it to you. This this kind of pissed me off. I didn't. I didn't say it pissed me off, right? Okay, okay. You found. Okay. Continue to explore the build the base, take Berg's quest, and provide feedback on how to make the experience better. We're at. We're making new content, creatures, and stories. Stay tuned for new updates soon. Right. Thank you for again for your support and being part of our community. Right. Much more mystery to uncover. But there's like no story. They want your feedback on the 10 seconds that you played the game for story missions and how can we, you know, make this better and wh where would you like to see it go? And I was like, what? I was like, that shouldn't be in the game. Like, just just make the story and then let me play it and I'll tell you if it's good or bad at the end, right? I enjoyed the game, but the story was a little weak, right? The graphics were great, but the gunplay was bad, right? Yeah. I just, I, I, I'm just baffled by, by the industry tough right world. now. I'm baffled by the industry. The tough world, man. I, I just, world. you, you can't. The, the, the issue that they're having, and this goes across most of the development teams, is the fact that because in their minds, in the publisher's eyes, you have to have exponential growth, which means every time you come out with a game, you have to sell more than what you sold before, and a lot of times it doesn't happen that way. But that's the mentality. or just sell the and, money that goes into the budget of the actual game. No, but 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 to them, it's not successful unless they hit the numbers above them where they were last. It's just how it is. In the business mind, if you're not if you're not bettering every time, you're not you're not doing well. That's how they look at it. it. Just to sell, just to make a profit, is in their mind not well enough. So, when you get to the point where you know you can't surpass, then you have to worry about your. Your community, like what group? What group do we really want to get this game? And then, if you're scared of who you're going to offend, especially in today's world, 
you're gonna you're afraid of who you're gonna offend. So you start asking the people that actually play your game what you should do with the game because you're afraid to make a choice. Right. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Yeah, grow some balls, make a game. It's art. Make a game. I'm sorry. I'm listen. Yeah. I'm paint sorry the picture. Feel, right. And let me look I'm at sorry it. You, right. I'm sorry you feel that you're being threatened or people are coming at you the wrong way, but that's what art is. People walk into an art gallery or walk into a museum. They look at a piece and they go, "That's a piece of shit. I don't like it." <laughs> right. The guy looks at it and goes, "That's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen." And a tear rolls down his cheek. Like that's how it goes. Right. People feel differently about different things. Right. Make the fucking game. It's not my job to make your fucking game. Right. Especially if you're not paying. How me. would you like me to paint this make picture? Game. How would you like me to paint this picture? What colors would you like me to choose? Mouth. What kind of stuff? I mean, Anthem. Look at Anthem. Right? Anthem had problems, and they're like, I don't know. How okay. would you like to see this game improve? I don't know. How about finish it? Right? How about finish the product? Right? How about finish the product? It's 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 absolutely asinine, 10 and 11. Okay? Well, I'm offended to grow some balls. Why not grow a vag, fucking pig? <laughs> well, to Boxer, if you want to do it, it's not, you don't grow a vag, you, you recess into a vag. That's how that goes. You Grow balls, recess badge. That's how there you go. Works. Yeah. Yeah. So, look. Hey, listen, I, I like. I, I don't. I I don't. I don't. I'm not mad at them. Okay, but it's it gets a little tiresome that in this industry where it's it's about the passion of the guys who are making the game to put themselves out there, win or lose. Right. That's how this goes. It's not about okay, we spent six million dollars making this game and it didn't work out for us. So cry us a river try again okay just because just because the numbers involved are really big doesn't mean that the act isn't the same we try we fail we try we succeed right but it's up to the community especially since the community is here a little bit longer than most let's remember kids when you played video games and then you went to college you stopped playing video games okay i'm talking about my generation right right, right. then you got a job a life kids and then you bought video games for your kids Okay, today you go to high school, you go to college, you move into your parents' basement. College, second, college, second, second college, job. You're still college, in college. School, Everyone's college. still playing games. We are yeah. playing video games for longer. So by that token, I have seen things across the decades that I see have repeated or, 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 or have gone in a different direction or the wrong direction or the right direction. So I'm witnessing it. I'm looking at it. And when I, when I see it and I call bullshit, I go, that's bullshit. I already seen it before. I already know about it. The people who are coming up and don't have not seen it, I understand. You're looking at it with fresh virgin eyes. And you're looking at the game, and you're like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I look at it and go, Bro, that's Halo 5, bro. Get the second one. What's wrong with you? Like you <laughs> you know what the good one is and you know what the bad one is because I'm still in the loop. Right. right? When you're out, it's like it's like uh, hanging out with an old person. And they don't know any of the music that you know right now. If you're a young kid, it's it's the music thing, right? The songs you're listening to today, the old guys aren't listening to. They listen to the. There's a point, I guess, some point in your life where you stop looking for new music, and like that's the cutoff. Right. You got. Then, you found enough clothes right? to wear. You don't need to go buy right. new clothes. Right. You don't. Yeah. You stop. You stop <laughs> yeah. looking for songs. Yeah. So at that point, right? It's it's almost the same with video games, except in video games, if you're still in the loop. You're fucking in the loop. Like, I know this game. I know that game. I know right. game for 10 years ago. It's the same fucking game. I don't give a shit about it. But they have to sell games, bro. They got to sell games. We're in the market to sell games. I so, of course, stuff's going to repeat. That's how it works. Yeah, but I, I... However, however, if you release something that we've already seen before and you half-ass it, 
because you're trying to pump something out into the market because you think you need some cash and you think that the little kids are going to buy it no matter what. Well, Uncle Sarge is here uh, to let everyone know not to buy that piece of shit I, because they didn't even take the time to do anything in that game. I, 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 Here's I, a game over here. Buy this one. I want to I go over this. I want to move from, from this into Game Pass, right? Into Microsoft's Game Pass and their structure. I, I like Game Pass. I think Game Pass is a great value for consumers, right? But at the same time, right? But at the same time, I think it's bad for the industry. And what? And here, here's what I'm saying. Okay, for instance, this game is on Game Pass. Sea of Thieves is on Game Pass. State of Decay is on Game Pass. All these are first-party titles from Microsoft, and yet when the game comes out, they're not flushed out. They're not full-fledged games. Lots of bugs, lots of glitches, lots of things. Now, the value of those individual games, yes, you could purchase Sea of Thieves for $40 when it first came out. At that time, Sea of Thieves was not worth $40, right? It was a shell of a game. Now, Sea of Thieves, full of content, two and a half years or two years and over two, a little over two years, is a good, solid game if you wanted to purchase it separately. But if you're playing on Game Pass... If that's the only game you're playing, then you've paid too much, okay? Because you could have just bought it outright and then had that game and played it. But if you play Game Pass, you're paying monthly fee, monthly fee, monthly fee, monthly fee, just for that one game. But there's 100 games. And this is the Game Pass mentality because Grounded, you didn't pay for it. It's a preview program, but it happens to be on Game Pass so they can get it out to more people because the preview program is only up to certain people that signed up for it. So they decided to take the preview program, open it up to everybody that had Game Pass so they can get a better testing ground for this game to get more people to play it, to get more feedback, and so on and so forth. The games that they're putting there are half-ass games. They're half-baked games. They're half a painting on the wall. They're like, I'm going to paint here, and then what, what do you want me to paint? What, what would you like me to paint? Sorry, do you like to paint clouds? want clouds or do you want trees right and they're they're constantly asking feedback and you're and at this point in the game you're like hey you know what i like it but i'll come back later when it's complete right and then the 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 value of video games is now fluctuating dropping, dropping tremendously yes okay where me and him just had a conference me and sarge just had a conversation before um just before the show started i said for some reason when they announced Destiny going to Game Pass, I lost complete interest in game in uh, in Destiny. I still play Destiny, but I'm not hyped for Beyond Light. I've lost interest from it because it's got zero value now. Before I had to buy the newest season, it was forty bucks, or it was the new the new launch, it was sixty dollars. Okay, and if I buy a game at full price, I feel like personally. I know I'm not, I'm not speaking generalistic. I'm speaking personally for me. I feel like if I pay money for a game, if it's 20, if it's 40, if it's 60, whatever the price is, I feel like I have to get my value out of that. And because I paid my money that I earned to buy that game, that one game for $60, there's a value to it. But when they take that value away, hold on, when they take that value away and now they're like, it's free to play, okay? I look at it and go, ah. That's not as good as a game because I already know six years. I know the mentality of what Destiny does. And I look at it and go, it's not worth $40. And now they made it free. And I'm like, ah, I really don't want to play it right now because I know the value of it. And I'm like, I'll I'll play it later. 
right? So that's that's the mentality I have right now with Game Pass. It's devalues the game, and now I really don't have enough. I don't want to play it. Let's 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 just get into the the main topic here, which is between the PlayStation and Xbox, okay? Because this is going to come out probably in the next couple of weeks, and I want to get ahead of it. So when people start talking about what we're talking about, we already said that we already talked about that shit ahead of the curve. Okay, now the two mindsets for for Microsoft and for and for Sony is as follows: Microsoft wants the ability to charge people a monthly fee to have access to video games. Whether or not you are a hardcore gamer or just someone who casually likes to play video games, that's their market. And basically, if you think about that, that's a lot of people. A lot of people. That's every. That's everybody who doesn't give a shit about games at all, but says, "Hey, if I pay a Netflix subscription and I can play video games whenever I want, not knowing exactly all the games, what kind of games, what kind of details, what kind of graphics, like you're just in your mind, I get games no matter how much I, I get the many games I want a month for for a fee." That's who they're going after, especially since it's Xbox uh, uh, crossplay, right? Uh, so you can play on all your all your devices, right? My phone, my iPad, whatever. Now I see, I see what they're doing and what value there is. But as an old man gamer, as someone who's been playing games since the beginning of video games, to me, okay, I'm not going to get the highest quality product by getting Game Pass and buying an Xbox. Because you have to be able to play on all those platforms. So which which one are they going to pick? Which which graphic level are they going to pick so it can play across all platforms? And are they going to mix it up? Are they going to turn it up high and low in the V-Syncs and the and the ray tracing on, on whatever device you're on? Do I have to worry about that every time? Like, to me, if I'm buying a next-gen system, I want next-gen games. And that's why PlayStation has a following. Even though everyone talks about how, ooh, PlayStation is going to be in trouble. PlayStation is for hardcore console gamers who want to see next gen games on a next gen yeah, but system. That's why they're there. No, but you're, okay? you're, you're that's, why, that's why there's a riff. That's why Xbox is saying they're not in competition with PlayStation. I get it because the market they're going for isn't the same. They're going for every Tom, Dick, and Harry, while Sony's going for everybody's playing video games since the beginning. That's what they're going for. Yeah, but I'm talking about Game Pass in general is bad and good, right? It's it's good because you're paying ten bucks or fifteen bucks for that okay. month. So hold I'll on, give you hold on. ESO is ESO is on Game Pass alone, alone. Remember, ESO came out for a monthly fee, and no one wanted to pay a monthly fee on 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 the console, right? They're like, I'm not paying a monthly fee for for ESO. That's stupid, right? Because that's an MMO. And when it came over to console, people were like, I'm not paying a monthly fee, so they went they went free. Right, you buy the game and you monthly you don't pay anything. But now they're on Game Pass, so now people that love ESO are paying a monthly fee to play ESO, which is what a monthly payment. You're paying ten dollars a month for all these games, right? Just not for that game. Okay, just alone Game Pass for ESO is worth it. Just alone for Red Dead Redemption is worth it. Just alone for name a game that you like is worth it. But the, the I, I did this earlier. Okay, here's a glass. This glass is 99 cents. Some people look at the glass and go, oh, I wouldn't buy a 99 cent glass. It could break or whatever. It's it's real real delicate, right? Someone else bought the 99 cent glass in your family and then handed it to you down the road and said, hey, I want you to have these glasses. And you're like, oh, I love this glass. This glass is... is my grandmother gave it yeah, to me. Yeah, my grandmother gave me this, right? And it broke. And then you're, you're, you're gluing the fucking glass together. Even though it's the same 99 cent glass, but you don't know More it's 99 cent. It's got more value, right? When something doesn't have proceed 
to have more value, you look at it and say, well, that has to be crappy because this glass and this glass are the exact same, but this one's $10 and this one's 99 cents. Okay, if you have the money, you're gonna buy the $10 glass because you feel like this is a better made glass than the 99 cent glass, right? And that's what I feel like Game Pass is. Game Pass, I feel, is the games that come out, you're like, oh, this is a really great value. But the games on the the best value are not the greatest value. They're like okay, broken so, games, not right, finished, so struggling to make it. Right. I looked up I looked up statistics, some statistics, right? And roughly they say just America now, just America, not, not the rest of the world. Uh, the average spending uh, for the year per, per gamer was roughly around $215, something like that. Right. right? So now if $215 was the, was the average, and that's someone who plays games, I, I have my limited time, I have my life, I play video games. So now Game Pass comes along and says, okay, well, we want a monthly fee on top of what you would normally pay for the year that you're playing games because it's not like it's not like I got any extra time and and right. I factor the same in time, time on it's this because time. it's what it is. If recreationally I have ten hours a week to play, just throwing out a number, doesn't matter the number, I have ten hours to play. Now before Game Pass came out, I if I'm a gamer, I pretty much filled those hours up with video games. Right. I don't know you about still you guys, ten hours. I find right. I find I find games to play, either games I've had or games I borrow, games I rent. Or, or games that are gold on, on, on Xbox or PlayStation Play All, right? I, I play games. So now Microsoft comes out and says, hey, buddy, uh, we're going to give you options. We're going to give you over 200 options to play games every month, and it just comes with it. Right. It's just amazing. So in, in essence, basically, they're going to increase their profits by about 26 and a half, maybe 30% annually. Because of the the value of what well, Game Pass will cost you a year. If forty percent people are buying or are playing more games now because of Game Pass, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I don't think that they're playing more games because of Game Pass, right? Like I said before, but they're also playing less games. People, so I'm telling you, the the people that Microsoft is going for are not the hardcore people. Somebody who's trying to play Fable on their phone, on their tablet, on their console, or on their on their on their uh switch whatever you're trying to play it on i get it you're you have convenience i can go wherever i want and play this game but the hardcore gamer wants the best possible game to look play that's what i'm looking for right that's the difference that's why there's a divide now between left and right for microsoft and sony i don't think sony's in trouble no. i think what's going to end up happening is sony is going for what they need to go for which is the hardcore people Right? Gamers, I like want, the, the gamers I, that I want to want, pay 60 bucks for a game and, and, and play at the best possible quality possible. That's right. Yeah. Uh, for console, if, especially now, since consoles and PCs are getting so close, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the last generation where there is a difference. It's just going to be pocket PCs after this, right? And, they, and you see a lot of these stories now about these little pocket boxes, these pocket PCs that these guys review. So that's where we're going, okay? But that being said... If, if we're going for hardcore people and Xbox is like, listen, we're going for anybody with a pulse, anybody with a pulse that we can convince to give us $25 a month for right. games bucks, to ten, play. Ten, right, right, right. Okay. Like I get the model. Right. And if anyone doesn't, is not keeping track of this stuff, make sure you guys buy some stocks soon. Right. Don't wait for Game Pass to blow up after <clears> this year. 
get some stocks now if you want to be involved in the Microsoft thing because an increase in like 30% revenue over the year, that's eh, a nice little chunk of change for stocks. So get up on it, people. Listen, listen, but, but listen, chat. I, I'm, I'm a game. I, I love Game Pass, right? I Game Pass to me has tremendous value because of my son. Instead of me buying two copies of a game, I buy Game Pass. I have Game Pass. I can share it with him. I can share it on multiple consoles. It, it's 100% worth it for me. What I'm, you guys are not listening to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the value of the video games are coming down. Okay, look at the games and how long it takes them to receive the value of those games. And we always talk about time. If you have 10 hours a week or 10 hours a day, you have the exact same amount of time. You cannot play the 200 games there. And if there's only three games that you're playing, fine. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they're producing games for Game Pass that are less of a finished game. They put it on Game they Pass because they right they don't have to finish it because the the attention span of us. And I'm not saying you out there. I'm, I'm I'm putting us in there as together. Okay, is that we play a game and then we play it, and then if something does go wrong, like what Grounded did, where I go, I quit because it crashed and I don't want to feel like going back and playing that game. I'll just go play a different game, right? I'm just like, eh, whatever. I didn't pay for it. I'm only paying 10 bucks. It doesn't matter. There's 100 games there. It's like 10 cents a game, right? That's the way we're looking at it. We're perceiving it. If you think it or not, you're taking the value of whatever you've taken that value to be, and you've added it to, well, I only played five games that month, so it's uh, five. It's uh, $2 a game. I, if I didn't enjoy $2 worth, then it's... A, but that's not the problem. The problem that I'm saying is that the games that they're creating is less of a game, and they're putting it out there, and they know this. They know that they can put a less of a value of a game out there and you're going to pay it and not get mad about it because you only paid $10 for the whole thing. Okay, so if you if you like it or not, it doesn't matter. It's a tissue. You pull that tissue out and they go, oh, look, there's a fresh tissue there. And you're like, I'm going to go play ESO. Oh, I don't like ESO. I'm going to play Red Dead. I don't like Red Dead. I'm going to play Grounded. I don't like that. I'm going to play Sea of Thieves. You're going to constantly change games all the time. That is what I'm saying. I'm not saying, hey, don't get Game Pass. That's not what no. I'm saying. Listen, you, there's a certain group of people is going to look at it and it's going to be good for them because it works for them because the games that they want to play in their mind at the moment are there. But remember, the games don't stay on Game Pass forever. Right. They, they can leave at any time. They, right. They rotate the games and they can leave any time. So let's say you played a game and you're about 50 or 60 hours into it and not because you play every day, but because you play sporadically throughout the year. It's a game that you like to play. And then the one day you get on and then you figure out you can't play that game anymore. It's a little dis it's a little disheartening, I think, because now I wasted 50 hours and now I have to make a choice. Do I buy this game now? Or do I wait for it to come back in the rotation? Or do I just go goldfish brain and not worry about the game I just spent 50 hours on and just go play something else because I'm mindless and I'm just gonna hear I'm here to entertain my brain. That's that's the difference for me. Like I own it, I play it, I finish it, it goes on the bookshelf. Like, that's my mentality because I've been playing games forever. I get the whole fact of the convenience of it. My issue with it is that I don't think that it holds anybody accountable for the quality of games released on Game Pass because they don't have to worry about it. There's no, there's no incentive to release a completely finished product on Game Pass. You can just release whatever you have at the time. Right. And then we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Right. Whereas PlayStation and the developers on PlayStation, listen, if I'm releasing a game, this fucking game better be badass and it better work. Right. Right. 
don't have the luxury of saying, well, whatever, we'll fix it later. <laughs> so, so for instance, well, I'll, I'll go back to Destiny real fast, right? So, Destiny right now is is, is forty dollars if you don't if you don't get Game Pass, right? You get the expansion for Destiny Beyond Light in in November now for forty bucks, right? If you if you like Destiny, you know you're gonna play Destiny, you get that. But the people that are like, oh, they just throw it on Game Pass. Right, and I know the content. It's like eight to ten hours of of content. And then it's just the grind of the same shit, and you know, come back every week and, and and stuff. And I've played that game for six years. I've got my money's worth out of out of Destiny. I just don't have. Once they once they put it onto Game Pass, I was like, oh, it's one of those games, right? Because look, <laughs> right, right, right. It's it's one of those games, right? So it, it, it immediately devalued. When uh, Destiny, when Destiny went to Game Pass, they immediately devalued for, Destiny for me for Xbox. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Right now, it's a great game. If you've never played Destiny before and it's on there, and you get all that content, right? All that content, totally worth the money, right? But I look at it and go, why am I still playing this game? Because now they're they're doing that. Warframe's a great game. It's a free to play game, okay? But why isn't Warframe? And people can argue with me, but why isn't Warframe as popular as a Destiny or another game? It's because it's free to play. Dauntless, right? It's a free to play game. Why isn't Dauntless super popular? But Monster Hunter is. Here's that glass I was talking about the 99 cent glass and the $10 glass, right? Same game, Monster Hunter, you're fighting monsters. It's a more in depth game. You pay $60 for that game. People play that game. You play it for two months, three months, four months, six months. Maybe you played it for a full entire year and you're still playing it. Iceborne came out, you're still playing it. You love that game. It has value. You got the DLC. You bought all the stuff. Dauntless has been free the entire time. It's got huge value. Great value. Monster battles, time. If, you, if you're a person that doesn't have two hours to go on a hunt and do all this stuff, great value. People don't like it as much. Why? Because it's cartoony and it's free to play. That's what they'll tell you. I don't like Fortnite. Why? Well, it's a free to play game and it looks cartoony. Okay. Oh, Warframe. I don't really like Warframe. It's free to play and it's grindy. Well, here we are. Destiny had value, and now it's taking away that value and putting it on Game Pass. Yes, it could leave at any time, okay? It was free-to-play everywhere else except for the new content that came out, but now the new content that comes out is free-to-play, and now you just have to pay for the season pass, the $10, $10, $10, right? It's, it's lost value to me. It's now turned into Warframe. It's now turned into... I love Dauntless, but I, I went 10 months without playing Dauntless, and now I've been playing it for like the last two weeks, all right? And I'll go away again. Why? Because it's free-to-play. I didn't put any value into that into that game. I have no value, no stake in that game. I don't care about it, right? It's fun when I play it, and it goes out of sight, out of mind type of thing. But if I buy Spider-Man or God of War at $60, I'm going to play that game until I'm done playing that game and get my value out of it. And my particular value of it is a dollar an hour. If I pay 60 bucks and can get 60 hours out of that game, then for me, it's worth the time. Free to play, I can play 10 minutes and go, that's eh, cool. Right? I could play 100 hours to go, hey, that's cool, and not care two shits about it. And all of us do this, but most of us are not sub like conscious enough to look at this and go, yeah, I don't play that free-to-play game. Why? Oh, because it's grindy, or it's cartoony, or I don't know. It was free-to-play. The value's not there, so they just don't do it. And that is the whole kit and caboodle that I'm talking about. Procedure value of what you're, you're buying. Sometimes you buy stuff, and you and you have more value for it because you earned, like you paid for it. Where the other free-to-plays, you just kind of go, yeah, whatever, I'll play it later. Later, later, later. Oh, it's not on Game Pass anymore? I did that the other day with Grand Theft Auto. I was like, oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto's on Game Pass. Oh no, no, 
Grand Theft Auto's not on Game Pass. They took it off. Now Red Dead's on Game Pass, right? You don't know when it's coming or going. And you're going to keep putting it off to the side. You're like, oh, I'll just play it later. All right, I'll just play it later. And it's gone. But listen, I, I, I'm not going to have a choice. Like, I understand how this is going to work. Eventually, the Xbox Live uh, annual payment and Game Pass are going to merge probably sometime either at the end of the year or the beginning of next year. They're going to merge. And so for me to have Xbox Live, I'm going to have to get yeah, I see it coming. But I, I will reluctantly do it until I figure out where I'm going to go from there. Like, I, I, I'm seriously thinking about going to PlayStation for this round, thinking about it. Because the the ability to buy an Xbox, and, and it's going to be cheap. They're, they're going to make it, it's going to be crazy. When the, when the price comes but out. But it's not going to be the best value, like the best the best graphics. Well, it's not about that. Before we, I think before we we sign off tonight, I think we should, we should we're going to put pen to paper, and we're going to pick the prices out one more time. I want to make sure we get them down I already got before mine. the prices are coming out. I want well, to make sure we get them out. I want to get them out. All right. They want they want they want the Xbox to be in everybody's house and it, for it to be a convenience value of to play video games. I get it. Right? That's just that's where we are, right? Both sides are going to both sides are going to be fine. There are plenty of consumers in the world that are going to buy both systems, okay? What will happen afterwards is what value after you have the unit in your house is what games are coming down the pike that warrant you having that system in your house. That's that's what's going to end up happening, right? PlayStation had that battle uh, with PlayStation 4. Like, the, the better games kept coming out on PlayStation 4. I understand. Like, to me, Ghost of Tsushima reminds me of exactly what happened at the end of the PlayStation 2 era. When PlayStation 2 was about to end and they were going to go to PlayStation 3, the last game to come out was God of War, the original God of War. And it was the most insane game to be on a PlayStation 2 we've ever seen. Like, the right. graphics and how the game played and all the things you could do. And they're like, this this game is badass. And it, it's at the tail end of PlayStation 2. And we all know how long they lasted for. They lasted forever. Okay? So now, Ghost of Tsushima is coming out at the tail end of the PlayStation 4. Right? And it's the same effect. That game is immaculate. Okay? I wish I had a PlayStation just to play it. That's how good it looks. And the the... The reviews, the playability, what how the game is played. I get it sometimes. Certain things don't jive with everybody. But the last time I played a game that was that awesome and that and that kind of timepiece was like Shinobi or Legend of Cage. Right. Like that was years and years and years ago. All right. All right. Ghost of go Ghost of Tsushima is just an Assassin's Creed. Yeah. The next story I want to talk about is Microsoft. Of course it is. The, the price of Microsoft, right? Or of the uh, of the Xbox. So Xbox Series S update. Smallest Xbox ever could cost. Just $249. Microsoft is reportedly making Xbox Series X super small. So take the box that they have and then cut it in half. Okay, so basically it looks like a GameCube. Okay, it's a GameCube. It could be all... Uh, um, it says it's been Microsoft flagship Xbox Series X. That is Xbox Series S console. Doesn't get as much as the, uh, the spotlight until now. Speaking of the Xbox Series X spotlight, I recently reported that the next-gen Xbox console would launch in November with the largest lineup ever. More on that later. Uh, we have uh, new rumors that the Moore's Law in dead of uh, YouTube and Microsoft could be pricing the Xbox Series S somewhere between $250 and $300, which will sit very well against the discless all-digital PlayStation 5, which should cost somewhere between $350 and $400. If the Xbox Series S is priced at $249 with a super small design, the game internals and, uh, and semi-custom APU made up of the Zen 2 CPU core and the RDNA 2 GPU 
cores and the super fast PCIe 4.0 storage and the GDDR6 memory. Um, Microsoft will reportedly be eating some of the costs, but the Xbox Series X to get the price down to cutthroat competitive levels every uh, where cost and Xbox Series S console are reportedly 280. If Microsoft doesn't in, in, uh, indeed price the Xbox Series X at 249, uh, it will be losing $30 per console. Now, that's always rough, right? Because you got to remember, Microsoft Microsoft is a big corporation. They're not just buying like like 10. They're not they're not getting these these processors at, at at the value that it is. They're getting them at wholesale prices because they're buying hundreds and thousands of them, right? So the price that we're doing are oh, they're losing $30 per size because of these requirements. They're taking that information based off of what it goes to specs to the consumer, right? Microsoft has thousands and thousands of microchips being made and contracts with certain people, and they can shift things as they see see fit. So the Xbox Series S supposedly is going to be between two forty nine and two ninety nine. Xbox Series Crazy. X is three ninety nine to four ninety nine. PlayStation Five Digital is three forty nine to three ninety nine, and PlayStation Five three ninety nine to four ninety nine. These are all speculative right now. This is not official, um, but that's what the the analysts are are all talking about. So pretty crazy but for 249 you're not you're getting a i think it's you're getting basically the uh xbox x again right a little bit more powerful than the xbox x in some formats but i think it's also a little downgrade from the xbox x if i'm not mistaken uh for the lowest uh on microsoft's uh price now the prices i think okay i think they're coming out with four systems i'm still sticking by it i still think they're coming out with an s digital s non-digital X digital and X non-digital, right? Series X. So there's gonna be four systems. I think I think that I think you're probably correct only up to the point where there won't be a disc on the cheaper version digital. It'll only like, be it'll digital. Be digital, it'll only be digital. Okay, I can see that. So then we're talking 250, 350, 450. It's gonna be probably. An, it's gonna be in hundred hundred dollar increments, right? You put the the digital lower one at two fifty, you put the higher one digital at at 350 and then you put the the full digital one at 450 i can see that that that, i'm going i'm going either four systems and if they do the three systems like you're saying just kick out the the no disc for the smaller one which makes perfect sense they they want that they want their little tower to be in everybody's house that's what they're looking for yeah yeah they want that to be because remember that remember this the 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 generation before they wanted the connect to be in everyone's house they wanted to be the cable box in your side your house that was their goal and it didn't didn't go over well. This is their new attempt to get an Xbox system in everybody's house. Right. Right. That's that's what this is. Right. So, and, and they're not they're not they're not trying to throw anything at you except Game Pass, which is a digital service. Right. Right. And and the whole time they're just throwing stuff on there to give value. Right. So it's a it becomes a no brainer. It becomes well, if I'm gonna have a game system in my house, and uh, you know I'm I just want to play games. I, I just want to play games. Oh, so for for fifteen dollars. I can play as much as I want. It's a no-brainer. It becomes a no-brainer. Right. And I, you know what? I, I agree 100% with you as I'm thinking it, and Boxer also put it in chat. I think they're only going to do three systems. Why? Because if you're nostalgic like us and you're stubborn like us and we still want to buy a hard disc... I want this. You're going to have to pay the high price. I want to own my game. Right. Well, technically, you still don't own it. But if if you would have to buy the high price, right? If they only make the one disc where you put a disc in 
and you're old school gamers like us, then you're going to buy the high-end system with the disc because you don't want the digital ones, right? So that makes sense. Two digitals, I, I, one I disc, high-end disc. discs. I will buy discs until they can't buy discs anymore. Right. Right. So, and listen, and wh whether or not whether or not they decide, listen, whether or not they want to decide if they want to raise prices or not, or if if it's true or not, doesn't matter if it's true or not, because as of right now, we already know that they're making at least a 25, 26% increase in revenue per game sold because they're digital. Right. 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 So if they raise it up another $10, then that would just make it about 35 or almost 40% increase for selling a unit. So they're going to make out, they're going to be fine. Listen, the game companies are going to be fine. They make it sound like they're in crisis mode. COVID's this and that's a, like, there's, there's too many gamers out there now, right? They, they, first of all, they, they used to make fun of us. And now there's a whole generation, almost two generations behind who everybody plays video games. It's like literally everybody. They said something about, I think it's like 1.6, 1.6 billion people play games. Oh, that's it. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a fifth of the population of the world, hey, we're all playing video games or almost, almost a, a third of the population. We're playing video games. So who are you making fun of? Like the, we're, we're the largest, we're the largest uh, consumer base. Uh, we make the most money. Uh, they, the, the, the industry makes the most money out of everything like out of, out of, uh, I think everything except for maybe uh, communication companies besides phones. Right. So it's not like we're going anywhere, but we don't hold anyone to we, we, we we're slipping on the standards, right? Where we allow too much of the, the shit to slip by us, right? So it's time time to hunker down a little bit again. And when a game company comes out and tries to tries to sell you some garbage, you gotta put your foot down and say, I'm not buying that garbage. Right. Right. And, and what I'm afraid of is Game Pass will be the dumping ground for all the developers who are trying to make a game but can't get the funding. And so that's like the junkyard. They sell They goes. sell Microsoft, just buys it outright, basically. Right. They, and they leave it on there. And so it's the place for them to work on their game. And like, I, I'm sure it's good for the developer. I get it. But then to me, it, it's it's the best example I can give you, bro, is like I'm playing a cool game and then you're going to give me all 300 Atari games on a little box for me to play like because it's such a great value. But all those games I only play for like a minute each and i'm like i don't i can't look at these games anymore like you, it, the game doesn't hold my attention so even though there's 200 games on game pass how many of the games are you actually playing number one and and by the way did you get any extra time in your life right well that's what, that you were playing that's what it always comes down to is the it's time the same it's the same it's yeah, the, we always it say that we always say that time. all right, right? So, go ahead either way fox junkyard or graveyard like chat, you guys are all making great points. Like, listen, I'm here to throw hand grenades on purpose because when I throw hand grenades, you guys go back and forth with each other because half of you love Game Pass, and the other half of you are like, no, and it's hilarious because it's almost it's about half who's commenting. Like, and so we know we know what kind of divide it is, and so we like to bring it up because it's not the end all be all of of gaming. No, it's but you preference. Have to understand, right. This is this is a pivot point in the industry. Where we go after this one is pretty much is pretty much it. It's going to be games as a service, as in like you paying a monthly thing. But I think Sony will end up having to either adapt the same way at the end of this next coming generation. It's going to have to adapt to it, or there's a merger and games are just games, and they and and you pay for a service for just having games come to your house. It's a it's definitely a possibility, and I figure the sooner we go to that. The better off we are, the faster we get to Ready Player One. I, I, that's where we want to be anyway. 
I want to be before before I become incapacitated in a wheelchair. I want the VR super deluxe. I'm inside the game, full body suit. I'm in, I'm ready. Let's do this. I'm yeah, ready well, for ready it, player it, one. It'll all come down to. It'll swing back around years from now because Sony develops television sets, okay? And the systems will get so small, they'll be built into the television sets. And this is where Microsoft and Sony will split a little bit, right? Microsoft will have to buy a television, like, they'll have to buy television builders, right? Like an LG or, or someone to, to team up with. Sony creates televisions and all lots of electronics, if it comes down to where consoles and PCs combined as one, and that's next, that's that, that's the th time after th this. That's the next step, which would be integrated into television, right? Yeah. And that's where Sony would have the advantage over Microsoft because they already built the, the the TVs, okay? And then Sony can now gain a head again in the industry where Microsoft's going all digital, going this direction, but Sony's like, well, no one's gonna have consoles anymore. So they're going to just have buy television sets and the television set's going to have this type of service already in there. So when you buy a Sony TV, it's going to have PlayStation 6 or 7 or whatever you want to call it in the, in, the, in the TV integrated into the television. I guarantee yeah. that's the only way to go because then you're not having a box anymore in your house. You buy a TV and then you automatically have the goddamn service and that's how they're going to get their service going. Right. That's that's right. the only way I can see Sony coming that, back from this. That's that's very that's very plausible. That's very plausible. <clears throat> yeah, they're overpriced, but they're also really good TVs. But you can also get the same people that the same technology in the Sony All televisions right, and other Duplis, ones. Let's let's calm down. Have you seen how much a television is? You can buy. A, have you seen how right, much? A, right. You can buy. A, you can buy a television for like two hundred. You get a sixty-five inch right now. Sixty-five inch television for like three hundred and fifty dollars. It's it's absurd. Right. It's absurd. But is it eight K? But is it eight K? <laughs> right. All right, the next are your eyes are your eyes 8K? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, right. You can still see a certain amount. But okay, next story we're talking about is does anyone remember G4? G4 TV, okay? I do. Okay, G4 TV with Adam Sessler and, and Morgan Webb and Olivia Mudd and Kevin Pereira. Okay, it ran from 2002 or yeah, 2002 to 2014. Well, all of a sudden, like this played Hold on. This played on the on the on uh, Twitter, right? And it's just it's like the archive. Like you're looking into Raiders of the Lost Ark here, right? They have they have a little. They're looking at all the set stuff that was on set for them, right? Little little tongue in cheek about you know the old systems and the games and the and the shows they used to have and the light setup and all it was, this. It was just it, it was just something cool to do to to. To get gamers in, it, that's what it was. It was before the internet. It was yeah. before smartphones. It was before yeah. all of this shit where all of us had our own cable network channel on Twitch.tv, right? Where you could literally watch only on G4. And if you didn't have a cable company, you couldn't do it, right? G4 TV is coming back. And I'm like, all right, so basically all they're doing is making a Twitch channel, right? I mean, that's, that's all I could think of because if they put it on television... If if they put it on television, what what the fuck is gonna what is it gonna do? Who has cable now? Okay, to to watch their show if it goes back on a like obsolete channel that we can't watch. Of course, it's either gonna be like a YouTube channel, it's gonna be a Twitch channel, or maybe they're using the new Amazon IVS. I don't know. Maybe they're having their own channel on their website that you go watch and and they and they can go produce stuff. So it says here, time to check up on the Mountain Dew supplies. Okay. Uh, 
Per deadline, said teaser emerged on Twitter accounts, popular network offering Attack of the Show and G4 TV, as well as the actress Olivia Munn, who got her start on AOTS. It promises to return on G4 in 2021, although it's not entirely clear what from what's said in effort to take the deadline notes. It's also apparently operating under an umbrella, Comcast Spectre. The telecom giant esports slash hockey slash stadium slash hot dog label, which has apparently been tasked with constructing a new G4 TV to capitalize on the growing gaming market. Let me let me tell you something. How stupid is this? When G4 TV was on TV, there was a high gaming market and they said, you know what? No one's watching that. Let's take that off. Right. And it's been off the air for six years already. Can you believe that? It ended in 2014. I can't believe it's been that, that long, right? Since my son was born, it's been off the air. I remember going off the air. I was like, oh, that sucks, man. I'm going to miss that. I totally forgot about it until now, okay? Uh, so which exactly sort of statement can be helped to make off the reflective old G4, a network that can even be before it suffered from an extensive uh, mission drift during the second half of its existence. Often seemed uh, to hold a very specific young and male vision of what gaming culture looked like, this is the channel that brought us late night programming block titled Midnight Spank. After all, you say nothing of the frequent blurring of the lines between entertainment journalism and advertising. So G4 was failed experiment. How, how is that? How is 12 years of failed experiment? Do you see what I'm saying? Listen, because I told you they have a number in their mind. If they didn't hit that number, it's a failure. That's how they that's how how is a 12 year show a failed experiment? Anyway, that all, all G4 TV was was Twitch.tv for games. Now multiply sure. that a thousand times across the, the platform that we're on right now, okay? You could take this show, this shitty-ass show that you're watching right now, and put that on G4 TV 12 years ago. It's the same, it's the same thing, right? And by the way, we put this together. This is, this is our art that we put together, and I don't ask for anyone's opinions on it on the other side. They, I'm putting a product out there. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. You move on, right? I don't ask. Put your comments in the section below to see how we can improve and what you would like to see. How do you, see. Like, how do you uh, like my hair? Do you, should I wear it short? Vote. Should I vote. It, should I color it green? Vote should one I, if you want glasses on. Vote two with glasses off, right? Like I, I you know what I mean? G four wasn't a, a failure in anyone's eyes because it was, it was, it was awesome. They were the only place you could go get. That, 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 that was groundbreaking at the time. It, yes. It was it, the it was only place the you could watch E3. The only place you could watch E3. None of these news outlets on the internet and the interweb, all right, all the Polygon and all this other stuff, they got their news from G4, okay? They were the hub, and everyone else got their news from there, and they reported it from whatever they reported. That's what it was. That's how it was. Now everyone and their mother has a blog. Right? A, a podcast and everything, and we all wait for the news to break because none of us are none of us are journalism, none of us are journalists, journal, jur, jur, right? None of us are journalists, and we all wait to see an article, which we do here, talk about an article and then discuss. That's the internet from when G4 TV went off the air, because nobody knows news. They 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 told you news. They showed you hot games that were coming out. They showed you. They they talked to developers. Right, and now they had developers on. Now we have to rely on Jeff Keighley and his Summerfest, okay? And it's a big event. It's a big event. When G4 TV was doing it 14 years ago, well, 20 years ago, 18 years ago, sorry. It's just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, they're the ones that, that made all that stuff happen, Boxer. They went to Comic-Con. They did all this stuff, right? 
And now you look at all these other broadcasts that come out. It's all because of them. But it was a failed experiment for 14 years. Like, but that doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't even make sense. All right. Anyway, what do you think, Sarge? Is this, they don't tell you how it's coming back. They don't tell you anything else except for that teaser. What do you think about them coming back this far six years later in the world that we well, live in today? And how are they going to be different than they were originally and different from what's on the internet now? Well, first of all, the internet moves very quickly and the whole culture war thing we're doing now and it works very quickly as well. So they're going to have to find probably, I hope, I, I hope they don't go down the route where it's like, short attention span theater where things are flashing and, and they're trying to shove down shove down information down people and they're trying to snap it through like we're gonna go we're gonna go we're gonna go i hope i hope it's more of a grounded type show that it was like back then just with updated type of info and news and like and, and more connected with the industry like they're going to interview developers. They're going to talk about hardware like they like they did before, but like make it a serious thing because now it is serious. Before they didn't take them seriously, but now the climate is we all want to know this stuff anyway. People want to know about the developers. People want to know about their their favorite game companies, right? And so, what better time to have an actual show? Hopefully, real journalists. Hopefully, we we can only hope. And then let them open up the can and let them go back and get the real stories out of the industry. I think that would be cool. Now, I, I don't want them to fill the, the empty spots, right? It doesn't have to be a 24 new, 24 hour news cycle. You don't got to fill every, every waking moment with some kind of tech TV. And then if we can't fill the things up, we throw in a hundred episodes of cops on top of it. That's ridiculous. Okay. Right. 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 I, I don't understand why everything has to be jammed full of every, every moment of every day. Maybe you play some, maybe you just, some movies and then we talk we do the news maybe like a like a joke like a joke channel right like you show movies and and shows and stuff and then they come on right so all the movies and shows are all about tech text things or tech movies and sci-fi stuff and then the news comes on it's almost like fake tv but real news right 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 <laughs> garbage television and news so it's like yeah all right and then fill the blank in then fill up with some shows i I, I think I mean, for Christ's sakes, there's a show on right now called Cannonball. People, come on! I come I, on! I I think come on. G four as a network will struggle coming back on this day and age as far as making a network. If they just take G four and put it on Twitch or put it on YouTube, and it's a twenty four seven kind of, they hone in on stuff. They don't have to go to uh, they don't have to they don't have to make a a, a network and and sit in the networks and, and compete with CBS, NBC, and all them. I would like to see G4 bring back Attack of the Show and bring back um, um, but you need, you need X-Play. Good, but you need good, snappy writers. Yes. You need good writers. Yes, you need writers. Otherwise, yeah. you get shows like this, right, with no yes. writing, right? And it's just rambling and, and ranting. Well, I, and I, I scribble. I scribble some stuff. Right. I, I literally, no, no show prep besides reading stories and go, Sarge, that's, that's, we're doing this, 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 and this. I know. I do a lot of stuff. But I, I don't write anything down. There's nothing... Look, there, there's there's nothing written down on today's show. Okay, this is yeah, last it's, week's. It's written. In, it, this is it's written. In, it's, this is it's last week's show. This is last white highlighter. You wear special glasses that, to read it. This Don't is last week's show notes, and this is this week's show notes. There is no show notes. I just I just go on the fly, right? Chaos, people. Chaos. But I I, expl I I I want I want them to bring back those those types of shows though. I really miss. 
attack of the show. Now, Kevin Pereira tried to make his own attack of the show on Twitch, okay? And he went bankrupt, and he was, wasn't was paying his bills, and a friend of mine was actually one of the hosts on the show. Uh, she's just a streamer now, okay? And she's doing better off as a streamer than she was as a host because they were paying her shit, okay? But that's just the point. It's like you bring stuff back like that, what are you going to do when someone like Dr. Disrespect or Ninja can literally just pick up a phone and call a celebrity and then interview them on their show or on their on their stream? How are they going to level up the game to get back that 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 status that they had? Because just bringing back G4, that's like uh, remastering an old game. You can't read. You can't. Right. You're just remastering an old game. They're redoing something that was just old, new again. And I saw in chat they want new we're hosts. Hoping, I hope they don't bring back Morgan Webb and Adam Sessler. They're right, old. Right, I want I want young people to look at. We're, I don't, we're hoping for we're hoping for Final Fantasy remake, not Master Chief Collection remake. Right, right. That's, that's what we're hoping for. Right, yeah. And like IGN does shows and stuff like that. Like, what's the difference between IGN and what G Four did? Right. I mean, that's that's the standard now. IGN raised up because G Four left. Do you know what I'm saying? There's, 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 yep. they nerfed G4. That's what happened. They nerfed G4 and IGN got buffed. That's it. We're talking like loot, like loot system here. Okay. You gotta, you gotta move on over to, to the next nerf. All right. So the next, the next game coming out or the next thing I want to talk about is Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay. Now the Flight Simulator is coming out. It looks, I'm seeing videos left and right. Left and this right. is this is basically plane porn, just like Forza is car porn. Yes, this is plane porn. Yes, they're they're showing they're showing footage left and right. It looks amazing. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna bring up. I'm sure I'm sure it's gonna melt somebody's computer. I I honestly don't know how it's gonna run on an Xbox. I don't. I don't first of all, let's not even talk about it. Let's just let's. Just you have to. That, you have to. Not gonna, that is not going to run on the Xbox, not the way it's supposed to run. Let's stop the BS, okay? Just stop <laughs> it, okay? Anybody, anybody who just fell off a bus knows that you're not putting that flight simulator on the Xbox Series X, okay? Get the hell out let of me, here. Let me see if I can get uh, some game. I, I do know for a fact though that someone's going to do a video, and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll say maybe a month after the game comes out, someone's going to do a YouTube video showing you their setup in their house. With like already done live screens <laughs> already with, the, with, the, real, with Al the real flight stick already and like, already like done think, like you think there's a plane in his living room like that's coming down the pike right that's how good it looks it look listen it's the real map of the earth i don't know i don't know how else we can do this i don't know what else you're supposed to say it's the real it's the real pattern of the earth yeah the so these are the ground laid out it's crazy last week we talked it's about crazy. how they give you like 20 he's going over the different specs and stuff here Last week, we talked about how they give you airports, like 20, 30, 40 airports. Now, all, like, there's like 5,000 airports in the in in the game. But there's only 20 airports that are super detailed if you buy the right. basic set, right? If if you just go to your airport in your small, small rural town, your airport will be there, and it will be almost precise. There, like, might be some buildings right. missing or, or whatever. Right. But for the most part, it's, like, there. I've watched some videos of just gameplay that people are, are showing now, and I'm like, this is look Salt Lake City, right? Here this is Salt Lake City. It is so beautiful and so gorgeous, but yet it's like sleep medication. Okay? Like if you're playing the game, I'm sure it's very, very different. But if you're watching if the you're game, it, you're like sure. Huh. What? What? <laughs> it it's it's the most beautiful, a massive 
like fantastic looking game. It's so massive. It's so high tech, but yet it looks so boring, right? When you when you watch it. Well, for for some, but for I love it. People, this is no this no. Is playing I love it. I love it. But okay. I'm saying it's it's super boring when you watch. But I can't wait to get into this game and play. <laughs> I can't. I look at this, San Francisco. You could like. You, of course, you're gonna fly to things that you you shouldn't be able to do because it's, you're not gonna. Uh, uh, I have clearance in the two four four sector of uh, going under the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh fuck you! I'm just flying underneath the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Yeah, but 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 that but that that's there like, are role players. There are role players. Who, yes. Yeah, there are role players who actually yes. do the air traffic control. That yes. guy's hilarious. Hilarious. I his name. Yeah, I hilarious. His name. I I would plug him right now if I could remember his name. I forget his name. But he does the, he does the actual uh, air traffic controller at the airports for for, for flight slims, and he does YouTube videos on it. It's hilarious. Look how high the name. plane is. You can't even enjoy the looks. I mean, that particular guy. I mean, you have to remember the people that are playing this game are like want to be pilots. Want to be want to be pilots. Are, are are plane enthusiasts and and pilots. So when when they do play, they're they're gonna play like real they're it's a simulator right. game they're gonna be as try to be the the best that it can be i mean look look at this look at this earth dude look look at this this is google right looking, this is google maps on steroids okay look at this it's insane i can't wait i'm so i'm such a geek when it comes to certain things like this i'm, I'm a geek but but see, look at the jump in technology. How long was the last time before a really good flight sim came out? Like ten this years, is 10, 15 years was the last right. was this the last one that came this out. This is amazing. This is amazing. Right? You can literally do live traffic control. Right? Like, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. But once Six again, petabytes. Season, season ticket holders. <laughs> right. Season ticket holders. There's a there's a community of people who love this game, waiting for this game. Building a room in their house for this game. I, I, I wouldn't even put it past them that when once this game comes out, the number of people who want to fly goes up and people get pilot's license. Well, it's on Game Pass. So I really give a shit about the game. Pass no, no, but I'm game. telling you, it's on Game Pass. So thanks. Game how Pass how many how you Game Pass? Show. How many people are going to try this game out because they would they wouldn't pay they wouldn't dish out sixty to eighty hundred twenty dollars for this game. It's on Game Pass. Damn right they will. They'll be like, yeah, I'll try it. I get it. We all know who's playing this game for real. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I, I can't wait. I'm excited. The 18th comes out. We're playing it. Hop aboard, chat. You're gonna be my. You're gonna be my. There's no. There's no. There's no snacks on the plane though. Don't. Don't put your feet up on my chair. We're flying low. We're dive bombing shit. We're gonna see like the the Egyptian pyramids and stuff. We're gonna dive bomb the Egyptian pyramids. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be fantastic. I can't wait. I remember, I remember playing. I don't know if it was Top Gun or what other flight game we were playing. And I used to put the pillows around the television screen. Yes, to make lock, the lock, make the, lock, yeah. lock myself, no, lock we, myself we, inside of a room. We made to it. Pretend like I was playing. We made it. We're, what's that movie? God, oh, what's that one? When Explorers. They, expl is that the one where they made Explorers. the that the yeah the playground into yes. the yes 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 that we the, the, we used world. we used to do that. We used to take the pillows. Yeah. We used to put the TV screen, our tube, our television tube television. And we used to put pillows right. around and make a roof and make a whole enclosed thing. We, yeah. And we'd be crammed in there playing the game. Oh, like, like a spaceship or a flight sim. Yeah, I remember doing that. I do remember Fantastic. Doing that. What memories. We should charge for that. We should, we, should, we should charge for that. All right. Next story I want to talk about. AMC. Throwing my console across the room before watching this flight survey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fleet's being too violent. Someone time him out for five minutes. It's too violent. <laughs> Don't time him out. All right. So AMC, AMC, 
and Universal. We did a story a couple months ago, back in March, about AMC was uh, was mad at Universal because Universal was taking their movies and saying, screw movies, theater, screw movie theaters. We're going straight to VODs, straight to VODs. And AMC said, if you do that, we'll never show any of your movies again in theaters. Well, little do we know, four months after that, theaters are still open. Okay? Right. We did know, but we didn't know. And they said, we're never going to show your movies in theaters again, even though there's no theaters right now anyway. But they came to an agreement, okay? And the agreement is that there used to be a 70 to 90 day grace period. Now, before it used to be even longer than that, right? In yeah. theaters. Back in, uh, what was it, 97 when Titanic came out. If Titanic, by the new standards, in three weeks, Titanic made like nothing, okay? But it was in theaters for like 50 weeks, Okay, it was in theaters 50 weeks, and it made so much money over over time, okay, over the long time. Same with uh, my big fat Greek wedding back in the day, right? It made a shit ton of money. It was in theaters for, like, over a year, okay? With the new contract that AMC and Universal came up with, 17 days. 17 days, which is only three weekends, meaning it starts on a Friday, okay? So you go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that week, the following weekend, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday again, and then it's over. And then Universal could be like, it's coming to the home. Eight, day 18, VOD in your house. That's, that, that's crazy. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. Now, they agree to terms of this. Okay. I don't How do you agree to that? Now, I see two things. I did a GXGX uh, episode about this. Right? So the VODs are going to be $20. Okay. It says that the NBC Universal CEO, Jeff Schill, funny, uh, has been uh, an advocate for early home offerings and revealed subsequently that interview that the trolls made a huge $100 million in the U.S. Uh, on, on videos on demand. Tuesday announcement did not say what the cost of premium VODs titles would be, but trolls came out at $20 for 48-hour rental window. Uh, sources suggest that AMC may receive a 10% for each rental, which I don't understand. So basically, they've agreed... Uh, I'm going to have to play it on Xbox, Buck because my PC and, and streaming won't work. <clears throat> I have an idea, but we'll see. 10% of all the VOD sales. Now, why Universal would do this is like, okay, we'll help you bail out because your movie theater is going to go bankrupt and you're not going to be able to. I'm a, I'm a component for I love movies. I love movie theaters. I know people say they're obsolete and stuff, but there's something about a movie getting up out of your house, putting pants on, putting a shirt on, going to a theater and watching on a big giant screen that's four stories tall and with the sound system that makes you go deaf. Okay. There's just something about it, right? There's an experience there. Certain movies need to be seen on the big screen. Okay. Other movies can watch at home videos or the Hallmark channel. Okay. But certain movies need the big screen. So it used to be 70 to 90 days to come on video. I remember we used to sit there when we were kids. We're like, when does that movie come out? Oh, sometime next year. And then sometime in our mid-20s to 30s, we were like, when does that movie come out? Wasn't that just in theaters? Yeah, it was three months ago. Now it's literally two and a half weeks, right? Two and you, a half you weeks. Used have, you used to have to wait almost, almost a year before a movie would come out on television, like on, on, a, on, a, cable, on a cable station after right. it was in the theater. Right. Almost a year. Right. Then it went down to six months. Then it went down to three. Now you're talking about three weeks. 17 days. Three, three weeks. Yeah. It's in the theater, and then it's in my house. That's absurd. So how how do they stay in business? How are they going to stay in business? So I want to know, real, real quick, chat. 17 days. The new Jurassic Park movie comes out next year, let's say, or the Ghostbusters, new movie Ghostbuster comes out, or some blockbuster movie that you want to see, the new Avatar, maybe a new Transformers movie. 
Are you going to go to theater? Or are you just going to wait 17 days and then watch it in your own house? See, in a perfect world, if the theaters open back up and they didn't have to go to half capacity or third capacity, I could be like, okay, no big deal. But when theaters open back up because of the pandemic, okay, they can only go to one third. So if you have a movie theater that holds 200 people, you can only hold 60 people in your theater. 100. That's half. And that's not no, a no, third. You said 300. You said 300. I said 200. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just okay. Saying. And I said 60 people. All right. Let's do a math for I, no, easy no, no, people. No, no, we're good. All right. No, no. I, I okay. You said 300. It's yeah, fine. fine. No, it is 300. A third of 300 is 100. So you have 100 people yes. in the theater. Now, what do they do, Sarge? Do they take that one showing and put it in multiple, multiple theaters? They have to. They so have now to. they have to have three theaters so, and have so the 300 people spread across the three theaters. No, no. Well, okay. I could see how this might work. So what will end up happening is the movies that are known not to be blockbuster kind of movies go right to VOD. They give them that 10% deal. Okay. But blockbuster movies go to the theater. They're in multiple theaters. Okay, in order to make up for the fact that it's a third capacity, and then after the three weeks, that movie goes into the into the VOD. I get that. That makes more sense. They're going to be multiple theaters showing the same movie, like back in like back in the old days, right? That that's basically what's right. going to happen. But here's another here's a here's a good thing about theaters that happen with 17 days. Now there's no dead time because if a movie's in theaters, it goes in the big theaters first, and then it starts to go in the small theaters. Then it goes off to the side, right? And it's there for like then, then goes, six then months. It goes out back. Then it goes out back. <laughs> and then they shoot it, right? <laughs> right. Right. It goes off to this. It goes off to the side theater, and it sits there for like four, four, eight, twelve weeks in the theater. No one goes sees it. Like your grandmother goes on a on a on a Wednesday morning, and there's one person, Tuesday. right? One one person in the theater sees that movie on a Wednesday, and it's still there. It runs if you, anyone's in the theater or not. With the seventeen days now. That means there'll be less time for movies to just sit there and not make any money for them, which is good. But again, movie theaters are going to be at one-third capacity, okay? So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here and why Universal would throw a bone to AMC and say, hey, we'll give you 10% of all VOD sales after the day 17. I, I, I pretty much guarantee, I guarantee that they're going to put a giant plastic thing in between every two seats. <laughs> In the movie theater, so, so they're, they're not they're going to do 100 percent capacity, but every two seats is going to be a giant plexi plexiglass thing. in between. Yeah, in between. I guarantee that's what's going to end up happening. There's Maybe no you're right. way. There's no way that the movie theater is going to go that long at one third capacity or half capacity. So basically, no way. basically, you're in a voting booth. You're in a yeah, voting every, booth every, when. Well, well, let's 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 roll with the punch, right? Most theaters, okay, most, a lot of theaters, a lot of theaters have gone through renovations where there's less seats and they're more plush now and they recline. A lot of theaters are doing this. So you're already opened up the space and there was less seats in there to begin with already. Right. So now what's the big deal about putting a piece of plexiglass that's in between everybody, right? It's not like it's not like it's not going to happen. Like casinos are doing it. Like right. uh, we're playing, we're playing, uh, we're playing Texas Hold'em, a table of table of ten people. The guy, there's a plexiglass window here. There's a guy next to me, and I'm like, all right. And there's a guy <laughs> plexiglass here, and a guy next to me. It's like, like little bank teller stalls, and we're can, all putting money in the little hear, bank. Can you hear anything? Or is yeah, it just, or, or, or is it just muffled because you're of in like, it's yeah. It's like ding, dong, yeah. Dong, 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 dong. No, no, it's not. It's not bulletproof glass, bro. It's just plexiglass. <laughs> it's not bulletproof glass. I I, like I love what Classic said. 
go to the movie theater, buy popcorn, and then go back home and watch the movie. <laughs> help, help them out. Walk in, buy the $15 bag of popcorn, yeah. and leave. Yeah, just leave. Oh, man. Right? They're getting better. They're getting a better percentage of ticket sales off the VOD than they are in their own theater. Can you imagine that? That's yeah. that's nuts. Anyway, well, well, but because they'll never get, they never get their cut because it doesn't stay long enough, right? Because the first two weeks or three weeks, this will be all is all yeah. supposed to be yeah. for the movie company anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, if a star, you said the first yeah. two or three weeks, yeah, it all depends on the contract. Disney takes one hundred percent of sales of their movies for the first two weekends, right? So then, what? what, what so what would so the, 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 the what would the theater get? So what would they make? Right, they make three days. Three days they would make off of it. By that, <laughs> so it's so it's so ridiculous. Thank you, Disney. Thank you for that. It's so ridiculous, right? All right. Anyway, the the next story I want to talk about is uh, Marvel. Marvel Avengers. Let me bring this up. Oh, this is gonna be good. All right, because we're running out of time. We've, we've talked way too long about other stuff, but uh, let me bring up the Marvel Avengers stuff. Marvel Avengers, man. Let, let me let me tell you, I am so pumped for this game, and yet I'm trying. I'm try. I'm trying, Sarge. I'm trying not to fall for the the. You're trying not to pre-order. I got you. I have to pre-order because I want to save right. people money, right? I right. want. I want to know if Iron Man flies, man. If he flies good or if he flies bad. Like I just. I gotta know. I gotta know. Let me let me find this uh this stuff real fast. Uh, is that, is that, is that the one 10 minutes? Yeah, that's the, we'll, we'll watch this. This is from IGN. We'll, we'll, we'll show this. Uh, there we go. All right. So Marvel Avengers. Okay. We're, we're just, we're, we're eight days away from the beta right now on PlayStation eight days. Okay. I don't want to pre-order on PlayStation cause I know I'm not going to get it for PlayStation. I'll get it for Xbox. Okay. But you have to pre-order to play it next week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We were watching this, okay? And I said, when they showed Iron Man, and they talked about the beta in depth, what you're getting. We're getting 20-plus missions. We're getting the first opening mission of this of the Golden Gate Bridge here, okay? You get to play, as I think, as all the characters. Captain America, you get like four, this. Four, no, 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 four. no, no, no. When they talked about this, I think you get to... They even showed Captain America, and so you get to try all of these guys, okay? Here, he just said it. Let me back up a bit. Let me back it up a bit. Combos, heroics, and specific Here, roller coaster ride of an experience with huge set pieces, tons of combat and traversal, and a taskmaster boss battle. It's also a chance to try out many of each of the heroes' special combos, heroics, and specific. Okay, many of the heroes. All right, so maybe there's just the four still, but that first mission. They showed they showed Captain America, which was weird on that. So I thought maybe you get to play as the characters for that one mission. Anyway, it's amazing, man. The way it looks, there's a couple of rough edges here. A couple of rough edges. I'm 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 a little worried about the flying mechanics because our new segment of is it greater than or less than Anthem? Okay, is <laughs> is 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 Iron for, Man for, flights for, fly, for flying mechanics for, only. Flying, for flying mechanics? Yes, yes, not the game itself, right? Right, right. Iron Man himself, is it greater or lesser than the <laughs> flying mechanic from Anthem? If it's less than Anthem, that's a fail. Now, the game doesn't fail, but that's one character people won't touch and they'll have to fix. So fix it before it comes out is what I'm saying. So so you're telling me right now that you feel so confident about this game as, a, as, as the base standard 
that the one thing you're going to pick on is whether or not Iron Man flies correctly or not. You have to look. That, that's that's I, where that's where your negativity that, is going. That's to. where my negativity like, goes. You, yes, yes. You, you already believe that the game is already solid enough that you can nitpick flying on I, one character. I believe. I'm impressed. I believe. Impressed. I believe. I've watched. I've watched the video. I've watched so much footage of this game. Okay, over the last months, I've been talking. I've been hyped about this when they showed the shield of the A on there three years ago. I said, I can't wait till they show this game. I can't wait for show this game. They've showed this game now for almost nine months now, 11 months, okay? I am so excited for this game and I've watched so much footage of gameplay and stuff. It looks solid. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it looks solid. I'm I'm already over that they don't look like the Marvel characters from the movie, right? They're not Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and stuff like that. And I'm okay with that, okay? Now I'm starting to look at the mechanics. I'm looking at the meats and potatoes of this game. The leveling system, the flying mechanics, all the stuff. They show Iron Man, but they never show him in any of the footage that I've seen him lift off the the ground or land on the ground. They've always showed him fighting on the ground. He's jumping up in the air. Or they show him flying, and then they cut to him on the ground. Or he's on the ground, and they cut to him flying. But they never show him of that transition from floor to air right and it's just it's just it, it, it makes me a little a little cautious on that because anthem when we played anthem and you took off with your ranger like oh man i feel like i'm iron man like you literally said i'm iron man so people started color coding their their ranger to look like iron, look man, like iron man and they're flying around and they're fighting you're like this oh they just did i take it back but that I don't know if that was actual gameplay or if that was a cutscene. That was a cutscene. That's the that's the thing before. I just want to know if he flies good. If it feels good when he's flying, okay. I like the motion they have with him because it, it they've taken so much attention to detail with this game. When he's actually see like he's fighting, but they don't show him taking off, right? They don't show him taking off. They show him fighting on the ground again, but they don't ever show him taking off, okay? They always show him in the air fighting, but they don't show him landing. Right, and I I feel like that transition is kind of like a make or break deal if you're comparing it to Anthem. And I I know people are tuning in, going, "Is this guy really comparing to Anthem right now?" The flying mechanics in Anthem are like the bar set. They're really good. They're really good. Okay. They're really good. They were. Where if Iron Man doesn't live up to that point, do I think the game is shit? Then no. Let me make that clear. If Iron Man is broke, they can fix him. The, the Hulk alone. I'll I'll main Hulk. I don't care. I will main Hulk until I'm green in the face, like Hulk, okay? Or until they bring me the Red Hulk. The game just looks beefy. They say, Sarge, this this is some of the good stuff they said, right? Some missions in the Warzone missions take 10 minutes up to two hours, right? I was like, wait, there's some missions that are 10 minutes long and some missions that are two hours long? Yeah, if you suck, it takes two hours. No, 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 that's that's not how they're talking. They're you're, not talking that way. That, no, no. Yo, you're equating this to be like a long-ass mission that's going to be challenging. I'm letting you know that some people will be like, what does this guy do? And the guy's just punching the wall for like 20 minutes? It's like yeah, the, it's going to take, like you, the, like the journal, take you two hours. Like the guy that was playing Cuphead, the reviewer that was playing Cuphead, mm-hmm. and he couldn't get out of the, yeah. the fucking tutorial. He's like, this is too right. hard. I can't yeah. jump up the thing. I can't. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's let's get into this before we run out of time. So what was the – what was the who was the uh, – I'll, I'll say this uh, – not so intelligent person saying that 10 year olds couldn't play this game. Okay. So there's people already complaining at this game that this system right here, let me let me let me find it. This system right here, I'm going to pause it. Wait, wait for it. 
this screen right here is too complicated. For who? For a ten-year-old? They they said, I don't like I don't like doing stuff like a job, and okay. a ten-year-old would be confused. Now, what right. I, what I want to say whoa, is, whoa. Here we go. <laughs> what you want to say yours first? What is confusing about this? Now, I will I will say I'm a person that plays games. Okay, I understand what the menu systems are, and I see all the stuff on the screen. I know there's materials at the bottom corner. I know those are the weapons. I see the ratings system up on top. This is just a big, you know, tells me the, the specs and stuff. Okay, if I explain this screen to my son, if I take 20 minutes to explain to my five-year-old what everything on this screen is, I'm pretty sure my five-year-old will be like, okay, I understand. Okay. Okay, I don't, I don't believe for one moment that the person who said that Okay, number one, has kids. Okay, number two, okay, plays video games. Because if you think a 10-year-old can't figure this game out because it's too difficult, then he's undercutting an entire generation of gamers. Right. Like, you give a controller to a kid, and in 10 minutes, he'll figure the whole damn thing out. That's what they do. Right. That's what we all did. Well, not complicated. It's complicated for you because some people... this. Don't grasp this. This must be work. I don't know who the, the Twitter guy was. I don't know if it's Mark Noseworthy's altered ego on Twitter. But remember, Noseworthy on Destiny was like, I'm just confused on how the supers work and the and the things work. And we changed it all. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, Not a gamer. right? Not a gamer. Like he even admitted to it. He said, I'm confused. And Luke Smith would look at me like, do you even play games, bro? Like, that's what he said. <clears throat> that's who if you look at the screen and you're confused. It's called learning. Like, you would play this game and go, instead of going, this looks like shit, this needs to change so a 10-year-old can play it, no. You're... The game is for a 10-year-old. What, what <laughs> it's an entire game about superheroes. It's like, the game is for 10-year-olds. Right. Are you literally, is he literally telling me that the game made for the for the demographic isn't going to be working for them? Right. Like, come on, man. I don't know. I, I look at this, and I'm not confused. I look at it and go, okay, look, let's read it. Gear loadout, far left. Okay, what's this? Ranged gear. Okay, what's at the bottom? Oh, the materials I need to upgrade that. Oh, what's at the top? Melee rating, defense it, rating, time. range rating, heroic yeah. rating. Yeah, it's not It's not Cuphead. You don't have right. three moves right. and a dash. A, okay, yes. It's a little bit more It's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah. What do all these but, buttons do? I think we should turn this down to one button. They should go back to the Atari controller. I just feel this is just so much easier. Like, what are we talking about? Anyway, I, I, I'm so stoked for this game. Between the war zones and the story missions. Very, very ambitious, bro. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Especially I, because it's superheroes. I'm hopeful. I've been burnt out so many times with, with games I've purchased ahead of time. Division. Destiny. Battleborn. Okay, here's, okay, here's uh, Nate, right. I, I, I can go on and on. So here's me being the the devil advocate of a, of an older gamer. Okay, being a superhero game, I see the all the positives of what this game can be. Stop right? it, boxer. Stop it. The, the, the <laughs> issue the issue that I have is, first of all, very ambitious, I, and I applaud them. Right, I applaud them. So now, how do you make each hero feel like their different. their abilities are different and super and it's not just a fighting game looking like a different person right like that's going to be critical in a game like this and also at the same time how do you make it feel that your guy stands out amongst the rest 
like like you 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 want this character because it does these things as opposed to picking this character and he only does these things and maybe certain levels it's harder to do the level with a certain character like how do you balance it like that like when you're looking at a game like this there are so many variables that create the game's mechanics and the fun factor of the game and why you want to play it okay now i take note that these guys are very proud of what they did. You yeah. know how I know? Because they're not hiding anything. They're like, here's the fucking game. Here's what we made, and here you get to play it. They want to show you what they have done. Right. Okay? That says to me that you're ready to go to market. We're, we've done it. We're showing you. Yes, we're going to fix it along the way, of course. But this is what we have. Here it is. Play it. Where are the rest of the developers that do this kind of thing? This is the way games <laughs> were released back in the day. You had a product. You're like, hey, guys, check it out. Going to play it. We got the demos. We got the beta. You got the disc. You can buy in the magazine. Play our game. Play our game. That's what this is. I applaud them. But you know the complexity level of the game like this. Okay? We didn't find out Anthem sucked until hour 100. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So I'm not saying anything negative about it because I love superheroes. I'm really hoping for this game. But there are a lot of dialed-in things here, man. There's a lot of things that can go wrong, a lot of variables. Visually, this looks amazing. The moves look really badass, okay? The meat and potatoes and the game loop of what it takes to play through the game, is it going to be just as fun at hour three as it is at hour 300? Right. That's the difference. Right. Now, if the if there is a variation, let's say for instance, as an example, they talk about different gears. So what if you don't have all your moves all the time? So if I pick certain pieces of gear, I have my basic light and heavy attack type of thing, but I can only do like this set of stuff. As opposed to being able to I, do I everything. don't I don't know if it's like that. But this is but this is what I'm saying. Well, so Otherwise, it becomes samey, samey. If my build is the same all the time, then it gets boring after a while because I'm doing the same combo. Whereas if I put different pieces of gear on, now I have different sets well, of combos this, because of the gear. This like, right. That, well, I think that's what it does. Because if you look at this, right? Let me let me pause it on. This is the the set. Okay. So if you look at this, first of all, I caught the devs doing dev build here because. In the video, it says every time you level up, you get a skill point, right? To put towards one of these things. Well, the confusion 10-year-old in me is very confused by this because it says skill points unused is one in the upper corner here, right? And over here, it says level four, meaning they've put three skill points in and they have one they haven't spent, correct? Now... On this skill tree that he has on the on the screen right now, he's got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 already unlocked. And I looked at this and I went, wait a minute, this looks a little weird because if you level up and get skill points to put into these things, he should be a level 16 with one left over with 17 points, right? Maybe so start, Maybe you start out with some. You know how no, no, but, but what I'm saying is this is a dev build. They, they showed you and they just... They're, they're, sure. they're, okay, 
What I think happens is, for instance, this thing that he has on right now that he's picking, it says, with the laser equipped, hold this button, aim and hold down this button to power up the laser, allowing the beam to pierce through the enemy's target and to deal additional damage. Attack drains intrinsically supercharges energy. Okay. That takes that. It tells you guard, damage, impact, stun is high, reactions stagger. And it, but if you go back to his actual gear here, it says expert explosion repulsor. Okay, 16.6 chance of defeating enemies using the weak point trigger explosion. Uh, laser attacks deal cosmic damage, harnessing experimental cosmic energy into... This is a perk that's unlocked based on, I believe, the skill tree that you unlock it for, right? right. So, so your that's... gear is at its full potential until you unlock it in the skill tree, which makes you want to level up, get the gear that you right. want to put on to put it in. Right. So on the on the on the surface, it looks like Destiny getting gear, but it, what it really is is more of a of Warframe ESO type thing where specific skills do specific types of damage when comboed with other things, and that's something that you learn, which is the reason why you're grinding. Like the whole point of a game like this is to play a long time, and yes, the word is grind, guys. In gamer terms, it's grind. You are grinding the game in order to learn the character and what best pieces, not only are your play style, but what best pieces are the best min-max to go after certain maps, certain certain uh, challenges, like what works for your character. That's the reason why we play for hours and hours and hours is the fun factor within the game. Like what am I doing with this character? What moves does he have? What abilities does he have? That's what makes the game have longevity, longevity to it. That's what we're looking for. Good, pretty, ca good catch, Bob. Pretty only takes pretty only takes you so far, right? Pretty takes you pretty long way. But remember, the complexity of the game has to be—I don't want to say overly done to where it's too complicated and you call it, you want to call it too grindy. But you need to have a challenge in there in order for people to want to play it to 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 super. To, ah, I can't speak. In order to overcome the obstacles of the, what they're learning about the game, like if if the if the level's too hard, then you say, well, maybe my build is bad. I'll change my build or level up my guy a little bit more and see if this build works better. It's a trial and error period for the first like 10, 25 levels or so until you learn the character. That's the whole point. That's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned whether or not the meat and potatoes of the game loop are substantial enough to keep people interested past hour thirty. Good, good right. catch, it boxer. So right. I, a lot. I see so much potential. Once again, I'm looking at this and seeing as much potential as I did as when I saw Destiny the first time I saw Destiny. Right. That's the that's the positive outlook I see. I see what the possibilities are in a game like this. Right? Uh, so Iron Man did land here. This is this is actual gameplay of Iron Man flying and then dropping down to the ground. So it seems okay. It doesn't seem like a wonky a wonky thing. So there it is. He does take a, a, a little stutter step there when he, uh, uh, yeah, and then and then moves. But I think, I mean, you get to do the superhero landing, right? Yeah, you get to you get the slam and stuff like you, that. You get to do the superhero landing, right? Uh, do they show that? Oh yeah, this this is another part. I mean, like like I know I know we're pretty far out because a lot of kids don't know all the superheroes. But if you if you had a young kid and you guys went to go see like the Age of Ultron or the End Game. Oh, and sold. Love super go home, go home, put this in. Right? Yeah. And you put this in like it, I can't even imagine the amount of sheer joy being a 10-year-old right now if you put this game in my fucking house. My 
my son saw this playing yesterday. I watched this video like like 18 times, right? He came in and goes, what's that? I go, oh, well, this is the new Avengers game. He goes, oh, is that the Hulk? Oh, Hulk smash, right? And he's watching him and there was a scene where he's like, ah, like screaming. He's like, ooh. He comes curling up and sits on my lap and just sits there and watches. He goes, oh, this is going to be a good, you're going to like this. This is a good game. Like, I was like, yeah, I am yeah, going to like this. Five. Right, he's, he's five. Five, right? And I guarantee you, I could have a controller in his hand and he would play along with me, right? Because he would love Iron Man just flying. Right, just to fly with Iron Man or whatever. This so game, this very, game has. Very I know. I'm getting so stoked about this game. I know a lot of people in my chat are like excited with me, and then other people are like, I don't know. There's there's a feeling I get when I when I play a game, and I got this when I played Destiny One. And Destiny One, I love Destiny One. A little kid joy, it's right? A little kid joy. And then joy. it it slowly someone like suffocated me and choked me out okay with destiny okay <laughs> and i haven't felt joy since okay That's joy and this game literally brings me that feeling again right like the the fire is like lit back in my in my gut and i have a good feeling about this game and i don't know if i'm being biased because i'm a marvel fan i'm a nerd i'm a geek i, I love comic books right all those things sounds like life <laughs> exactly okay I think this game is going to be the it's going to be the one for me Sarge. Destiny, I I've kicked off the stripper girlfriend. I'm ready to settle down with Avenger. <laughs> okay? I'm bringing Avenger home. Okay? Like I I feel like this is the game that I'm going to enjoy. Right? Cuz I I said Spider-Man I love Spider-Man, and the only reason I didn't like Spider-Man after I played Spider-Man, I was like, I wish there was more to Spider-Man. I want to play more Spider-Man. Well, if they put Spider-Man in this game ever, goodbye. I will I will play this game until I'm 70. I'll be like, whatever. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. I love Avengers. How long you played this? Oh, I got 20,000 hours in this game, right? The, the disc will be burning inside the player. All right, so... I, so just to add a little bit on top of this, Mike, and I, I, I'm not going to say PvP. I don't care about the PvP, but here's here's a, here's another thought I had. Right, since since every hero in the Avengers universe or Marvel universe rather, every every one hero has got at least three five enemies. Right, so think of all the boss battles that they could program in later on down the road. Yes. Right. Yes. Like like intricate type of raids with boss battles. They have boss layers like, coming in. Yep. You know. Like the you could you could do all kinds of stuff. If Spider Man becomes the, the the new character, then you can have like the Sinister Six, and you can do a whole mission storyline. And what? I, no, I know they said everything's free afterwards, but let's let's not let's not bite into that. Saying, I don't okay? I don't know how they're doing it, uh, but we'll uh, we'll get uh, to uh, it when it comes out. We'll talk about it when we'll it comes get, out. Right. Yeah. So Spider Man. Let's say they release Spider Man, and then his whole storyline they they release with it, and then there's the Sinister Six. You gotta you gotta defeat all the guys. Go up the chain. A lot of people, then, you know, I think it would be so amazing to be part of a comic book series. Here's, right? Like you're playing through the comic. Here's where I'll, right? here's where I'll, 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 I'll take you out a little bit, right? Because I don't want you to get too excited, Sarge. Because this is we talked we we talked about this yesterday in my stream. It's an Avengers game, right? So a lot of the characters that you want to see might not be in it because it's an Avengers game, not a Marvel game right it's based on the avengers so you might not see all the x-men come in right you okay, might never see still a lot of, no no i get you there's pl there's plenty of we went over the avengers right. yesterday one of you, there's one plenty of, you of comic them. book guys who's in the chat i know one of you comic book guys in here give me give me the list of the avengers it's got to be like 25 characters okay 
I know it's at least 25 characters for, for the series of Avengers over the years. Where is the... It's at least. Okay, now I'm going to bring this up, <clears throat> okay? And I want to see your opinion on this, Serge. Let's see if you if you catch it, right? So they they announce they announce Hawkeye, okay? And in this in this video, they show all the signet the signets of all the people, right? And then they all kind right, of show. I'm making it full. I'm making it full screen. Hang on. And they and they kind of show a roadmap here, right? So they show Hawkeye's symbol as the second symbol next to the question mark, and there's two question marks after. People are speculating right now that even though they introduced Hawkeye, that Hawkeye is not the first character coming in. It's the first one they introduced, but it's not the first character coming in. So a lot of people, there's a picture, and the picture that I showed yesterday on stream was, I, it looked like Thor, but we, I was like, it doesn't look like Thor, but it could be Thor. And it looked like it looked like Black Widow, but we're like, no, it's not Black Widow. And people are saying it's Scarlet Witch and um, Quicksilver, right? And Hawkeye's in front of them. So what about what, what about Vision? Can, can it be Vision? It wasn't Vision. It wasn't Vision. It didn't no. look, it didn't look like him. But okay. so two of these might be Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, and then people are speculating the other one's Captain Marvel. Okay, now could be Doctor Strange, could be Captain Marvel. Do you think? I think that they're going to release all four characters, right? Because they did say all characters, all regions, all missions are free. It doesn't mean every time they give you something, it's regions characters and missions all together it could be like hey august comes out we're giving you four characters then new regions come out then new missions come out right so do you think that they drop all four because there it is coming out in september and if they do an update september october november december there's four four characters do you think it finishes out once a month do you think they give us the group like what do you think's happening here Okay, so first of all, you don't you don't want to overplay the characters right away. It takes time to learn the character. I know everyone's all jumping up and down. They want their character that they want, right? But if you release, since we're already getting, since you know you're already getting Hawkeye, okay? Since you already know, then you have six characters, or is it seven characters? Is that six or seven with Hawkeye? Um, right now it's uh, it would be seven, seven okay, so with, with seven. Hawkeye. Seven is plenty. Okay, to learn the game, and let's let's be honest. According according to what they were talking about in the last vid, okay, this is what they said. They said, let's say I play Thor, and I play him to level ten, and then I play Iron Man, and I play him to level ten, and now I play Hulk, and I play him to level ten. Right now, I pick I, I pick Scarlett Johansson, and Black I call Widow, Johansson. Yeah. Black Widow. Okay, and now instead of going into a game where I'm waiting for you to join. I use the guys that I just level to level right. ten. So you're level to be, one and... to be to be my guys that I go in with. Right. And they're spec'd out the way I want them to be spec'd out, and that's how they fight. That is fucking badass. Right. Now, you can play single of player. That ability, because of that ability, you don't want to introduce too many characters. But I would say this. I would say if they attach the new character to a new storyline with a new boss battle at the end of it, which they are and you charge and you would charge a DLC price for that. I'm completely okay but with But they're that. not charging DLC price. It's free. But eventually you have to. Let's stop the bullshit. Don't stop Fairyland, okay? I'm okay buying DLC. So am I. to buy the DLC. So, so am I. I'm completely okay with it. If the, it, it let's, say, let's say they make it a joke. It's like the next issue. Like you play through the whole game. I've said that. And they say, next issue, this villain's I, coming. I don't get all excited because if they give you the villain, then you know who the hero might be. I right? would. Fights him. I would, right? personally, I would personally play $10. Like I pay for DLC for Destiny, I would pay ten dollars per character if they gave me a character, region, and story with that character, and it was like three hours long. 
10 bucks, three hours long. I've said that for Overwatch. I was like, if you sell each of these characters for story, lore, story, missions, I would pay that, right? To me, that is that is better content and better driven content than going, oh, here's Hawkeye, but we're only giving you Hawkeye. Oh, and then here's a mission that once a week you come back for. No, they're saying, here's Hawkeye. Here's his story that you can play, okay? And that's what I think is really cool. Now, they do, as I, as I continue on here, this is basically the roadmap right here, right? Beta, there's the launch, then there's reassemble, then it goes into the Avengers Initiative, okay? Which is all these characters, and then there's this other token down here that we don't know what that is. It's, it looks like the planet Earth, like a world logo. What does that mean? Does that mean an event's coming? Does that mean something's happening? So there's all a lot of speculations right now. If they do give this for free, Right? And I'm always like, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. I would be I would be amazed. But I think they're going to do premium cosmetics. I think they're going to sell high-priced emotes, high-priced cosmetics. I'm talking like $15, $20. We're talking like like, Fortnite prices, like, like Fortnite prices and, and, and stuff like that, right? I, I think that's the only way they do it. Because I don't see... Because you can get a bunch of stuff in-game. They've already said you get a bunch of emotes and cosmetics in game. You 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 research them and find them in the game. But you but you, but you know the badass the badass ones are going to be the ones that you want, right? Like they were talking about Hawkeye gets Ronin, right? Because he has a, he has a, uh, a katana, and they're like, oh man, wouldn't that be badass if if he has Ronin, right? Where he's that in, in that costume. Well, if you can unlock other Hawkeye ones, but you pay for Ronin, how many people are going to pay for Ronin, right? They're probably going to pay for Ronin. Of course they are. Because he looks badass when he's in that costume, so that's what I'm talking about. And I and I'm okay with I'm okay with the cosmetics because some people like myself I won't pay. But if, if there's a cool costume, like if if I have to pay for the Ragnarok Hulk, I forget what it's actually called, but where he's in the in the in the Trojan outfit type of thing, I'll throw money at it, right? Because if you're providing a game to me and service where you're giving us all this content, they said that. There's eight over ambitious, man. over eighty war zone missions. Then there's drop zone missions. Then there's hive missions. Then there's boss layer missions. Then there's the har uh, the 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 hologram room. What was that called? The harm harmony, right? Harm the harm, harm room. the harm room. Then there's the um, the the actual main story in the game. There's a lot of content in this game for the sixty dollars that you're paying for. Okay, and I just I did the math real quick math. If there's eighty plus. Warzone missions when the game yeah. comes out. They said yeah, 80, 80 that, more. They yeah, said know, more than 80. I know. I know. I'm just telling know, you what I, they said. I know. 80, I, 80 I, plus. I don't, I don't take everything at face value when they say crazy numbers. The game like that. itself is going to be anywhere between 8 and 13 hours for the main story. Okay. That's Kamala. You're like the main character. You're going through the story. That's what you're doing. 13 hours. If you take each character and play through each Warzone one time as that character, okay. You have 80 hours worth of content or, or or plus that. That's just with playing one time across all those things with each of the characters because it's 13 hours with each character playing 80 war zones. That's not including the other other game modes. That's not including any of the other stuff. That's just the 80 plus war zones that take 10 minutes each. Okay, it's 13 hours of content per character. Rough math. Okay, and I'm like, wow, that's 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 pretty good content for for what you get. I know what you're saying, Dupless. Back up. Uh, I backed up here in your chat a little bit. Where you, what you said was, "What if they ship a completely different product like Destiny One?" Destiny One, when they came out, wasn't a completely different product. Destiny One was a fun game, and then they started changing it 
because of it, right? But they only worked on it for 18 months. This game looks like they didn't work on it for 18 months. It looks like they've worked on it for much longer than 18 months. But the truth will come out when it comes out, how long they worked on it, because they'll be proud for it. They'll be proud of it. I give, I, but I still, I still give them benefit of the doubt, especially when you're pushing the game on people and you want them to play it and see it and show it. You are showing it and you're letting people to play it, which means that you're comfortable with it. You're confident. You're not trying to hide anything. Right. You're confident. You're not doing preloaded builds or pre-taped footage. You're giving people the game to play. Here's the beta, like they did the old school way. That's why I've got a little bit more confidence in it. They'll let you know. The players will let you know right away. This needs to be tweaked. That needs to be tweaked. Like, and that's like, why they're playing on the weekends you... only. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. They're playing on the weekends, and they said after the Most weekend's over. On the weekend. Well, they, they said after the weekend, we're taking feedback, and they're going to fix it for the following following week, right? So, yeah. which Anthem did as well. But, yeah. again, we'll see what happens. I'm very excited about this. We're literally eight days away tomorrow, seven days away from the pre-order of PlayStation Elite, 4. Elite, this is this is this is one of the strangest. Crystal Crystal Di- Crystal ever. Dynamics is making it. The and, people and that make Square Tomb Raider. Enix. And Square and Square Enix. Yeah, is uh is Crystal Dynamics uh who made Tomb Raider and stuff. So they they've made yes. really good games. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is listen, this is first time Square is doing into this type of thing. So this is gonna be this is gonna see if they can actually adapt to each other. Because I don't think Square's ever done anything like this before. I'm curious. To, uh, listen, I'm, well, I, I think really, I think Square really is, isn't Square just publishing it, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, I don't know if they're still, I don't think they're just publishing it. I think Square's yeah, publishing they're, they're it, and, and Crystal Dynamics is working with Marvel. Uh, they're they're hands on with Marvel. They have the complete full licenses. They said of thousands of characters they can put in the game. So that to me, I look. I'm a lore guy. I love lore, and I love comic books and i love marvel and i've already had 42 years well let's say 35 years of my life of my 42 that i've known these characters and i know their backstories and i've i've read their books and comic books and seen the shows and seen the movies so i'm invested destiny i've seen grimoire cards and what i've played right so i i don't have that attachment to the six-year-old character that i have that i have to to these characters and that's why i'm a little biased i'll admit i'm a bias towards the marvel game and i hope it's 50%. I said, if it's 50% of what Destiny is, to me, it's a winner. That's a win. It's a win, right? All right. That is episode 227 for Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. If you like what you hear here, hit that follow button. Follow us. Hit that subscribe button. If you haven't hit that subscribe button yet over on YouTube, we put all these past broadcasts up there. We're trying to get the, we're trying to get our, our uh, subscribers up to 1,000. I think we're at just barely below 300 right now. Uh, so we're, we're looking to get that up there. I, I do appreciate everyone that comes out every single week for the chat, for the live chat. Thank you very much. If you want to listen to this on the past broadcasts over on audio, go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. And if you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, head on over to Anchor.fm as little as 99 cents. You can help this podcast out right here. Other than that, follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Follow the channel here on Twitch.tv on Twitter and also uh, on Twitch, sorry. And you can go to our website, 30instillgaming.live, to follow all the stuff that we do. I do appreciate you very much. The show is over, but the stream is not over. We're going to be playing something after this. Thanks for coming out, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care, guys. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. 
combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.